93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, it's July 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A bizarre incident involving a crash and the driver jumping out of the sunroof of the car happened at about 6.50 p.m. last Friday. Uh, right here in our area where we are, three cars traveling eastbound on Monument Road near City Avenue slowed down because of a stopped car ahead. The driver of a red Cadillac apparently did not see the cars had come to a stop and slams right into the rear of the third vehicle, causing a chain reaction accident. Video shows the driver of the Cadillac then jump out of the car through the sunroof uh, through the open sunroof while the car was still moving, inching towards the 6ABC building. Oh, they got good video of it it's too. It's perfect. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like it was staged for a TV show. Yep. So he realizes that he forgot something in the car and he dives back in Seriously? to get it before running off and losing his flip-flops along the way. Oh, oh man. my god. But listen, it's the, so it's the whole thing is bizarre. So it took over 21 minutes for Pennsylvania State Police to arrive on the scene to investigate. All this time, the driver of the Cadillac is... They're no- right around the corner. I Why know, did it take 20 minutes? It's literally on Belmont. That's like two streets over. So the driver of the Cadillac is nowhere in sight until he arrives back uh, in, to, until he arrives in the back of another state police vehicle almost 44 minutes after the accident. 46 minutes after the accident, an ambulance arrives to check on those injured, including a child. All of the injuries appeared to be minor. Now, an hour after the accident, police appear uh, to issue the driver of the Cadillac a citation... Uh, <laughs> And then they leave. So somehow, an hour and 17 minutes after the accident, while paramedics were still on the scene caring for the injured, the driver of the Cadillac gets in his car and is able to drive away. What, what? kills me is that uh, uh, we assume the door wasn't working, or did he just want to, like, dukes of hazard it out of there? Or, or maybe the um, steering wheel stopped working. Maybe he, he messed up the, what's that, I don't know. The drivetrain? Drivetrain? Yeah, quite possibly. I don't know. It, he it, just it, saw it as the quickest way to get out, I yeah. guess. the roof. Right? I guarantee you the guy was on his phone uh, watching the video. I mean, he doesn't even slow down the slightest no, no. bit and just slams right in. Mm-hmm. I'll guarantee you dude was texting or looking, uh, FaceTiming somebody and immediately just slammed still, it. still, why people. did he come out the side? I don't know. He, I guess he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. It's, you know, possible, maybe, and... it's possible the impact screwed up the driver's side door. Because yeah. if you, yeah, look, yeah, at, maybe. you oh, look at the crash okay. side, it is the driver's side, and that might have compressed the quarter panel in front of the door and locked Wait a minute. It. But hey, they just opened no, it up. it's open. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe he's just stupid. We're watching the video, yeah. <laughs> or he wanted to look cool and yeah. he knew that he was going to be on camera. Oh, wait, yeah. he drove away, too. Yeah, that's what Kathy said. Oh, like so a, an hour and 17 an hour minutes later. after the act, they were still on the scene uh, helping the injured, and he gets in his car and just drives off. Goodbye! Goodbye! <laughs> okay. Keep in touch! <laughs> it's so bizarre. Okay, and then... He was able to steer, so all of our theories are like... Cars are just shot down. Yeah. Yeah. Four seconds worth of video. So we, we have to surrender this to the court. Yeah. State police have not yet revealed what the driver has been cited for. Okay, if anything. This is a terrible story. A 59-year-old man from Reading drowned in Atlantic City on Monday morning while trying to save his 11-year-old son from the ocean. Police near uh, People near the New Jersey Avenue beach noticed the commotion at about 9.30 in the morning. Uh, A good Samaritan turned out to be a former police officer of New York State. He jumped in with a boogie board to help. Police say by the time he got there, the man was underwater. First responders quickly filled the boardwalk and started CPR. Police say the man was taken to Atlantic Care Regional Medical Center where he died. The man's son somehow made it to shore on his own. Police say he was treated at the hospital and he's expected to be okay. This happened a couple of summers ago uh, and the guy ended up at our beach. It happened like a little bit closer up his body. Yeah, so I mean a mile oh, I remember up. remember this. Yeah, and it was it, you know, there were rip ties and all that and the kid got sucked out and the guy went out to try and save him and you know, the kid ended up being okay Ugh. and then that guy, it, it's just 
so sad. Oh, yeah. Terrible. The and incident- how terrible is this kid going to feel for the rest of his life? It's just... The incident happened before the lifeguards went on duty at 10 a.m. Authorities remind everyone, if you're even if you're a strong swimmer, to swim near a lifeguard in the event that a rip current does come through. There was also another story, um, actually, out of Levittown, Bucks County, where um, I think he was like four or five years old, and he was filling his water gun up uh, in the backyard pool, and he fell yeah. in. Uh, and then his seven-year-old sister somehow came over and was able to to pull him up so that he could breathe. And the parents heard the commotion, and they came out. Fortunately, both of them are okay, but yeah. I mean, just fell right in trying to fill, you know fill up a water gun. A hacker gained access to personal information from more than 100 million Capital One credit applications, the bank said Monday, as federal authorities arrested a suspect in the case. Page What's a- in your computer? Yeah, right? <laughs> Page A. Thompson, who also goes by the handle Erotic, was uh, charged with a single count of computer fraud and abuse in United States District Court in Seattle. Thompson made an initial appearance in court and was ordered to remain in custody pending a detention hearing on Thursday. The hacker got information, including credit scores and balances, plus the Social Security numbers of about 140,000 customers, the bank said. It will offer free credit monitoring services to those affected. The FBI raided Thompson's residence Monday and seized digital devices. An initial uh, search turned up files that referenced Capital One and other entities that may have been targets of attempted or actual network intrusion. Capital One, based in Virginia, said Monday it found out about the vulnerability in its system July 19th and immediately sought help from law enforcement, but the hack actually happened uh, back in March. According to the FBI, someone emailed the bank two days before that uh, notifying it uh, that leaked data had appeared on the code hosting site GritHub, which is owned by Microsoft. Apparently, they're saying this woman was bragging about it. Yeah, and that's on social they, media. Yeah. Thank right. God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Capital One said it, it believes it's unlikely that the information was used for fraud, but it will continue to investigate. And maybe it's a case of, you know, they just pulled off the biggest data yeah. breach in history. And damn it, I have to let somebody know well, about and, this. And it's the kind of person who leaves their car through the sunroof. But apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently this site is for, like, uh, hackers that like that. So, that, yeah. yeah. So that's probably If you exactly want to meet like, like-minded hackers, it's like a singles thing. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like J-Date, right? Exactly. Yeah. H-Date. Yeah. Hacker date. Hacker date. The data breach affected about 100 million. And you're Jewish, too? That's awesome. That's a double win. Are you a farmer? Uh, yeah, farmers Triple have their win. site. Yeah. Why did I know about this site earlier? The data breach affected about 100 million people in the United States and 6 million in Canada. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies have acquired left-hander Jason Vargas in the trade with the New York Mets. The Mets received minor league catcher Austin Bozart in the deal. 36-year-old Vargas is 6-5 and five with an ERA of just over 4 in 19 games this season. The 14-year veteran is 5-3 and three with a 3.34 ERA over his 12 most recent starts. The Phillies, who were off last night, returned to action tonight with a game at home against the San Francisco Giants. Tyler Beatty will get the start for the Giants while Drew Smiley pitches for the Phillies. Game time is at 7.05. Going down, they're gonna wipe their asses with your serves. U.S. <laughs> soccer president Carlos Cordero contended that analysis of federation finances showed that it paid members of the women's national team millions of dollars more than the members of the men's national team for nearly a decade. Responding for the first time since the U.S. won the Women's World Cup, Cordero sent an open letter that included the results of the analysis of 10 years of financial data. Huh. According <laughs> to the report, the women were paid $34.1 million by the federation from 2010 to 2018 
2018 in salaries and bonuses while members of the men's national team were paid $26.4 million by the Federation over the same period of time. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. We are set and loaded, ready to go for a Tuesday morning. We have Tattoo Tuesday taking place in a special one at that today, correct, Casey? Because yes. uh, we have an opportunity for somebody to get tattooed by one of the Ink Masters. Oh, that's very cool. In yeah. studio next week because yeah. the Wildwood Tattoo Convention is coming up. And so, you know, once or twice a year, we will have people back into the studio. Uh, we're working on getting you all of that information. Yeah, things have changed with the uh, Tattoos Day. You go yeah. to uh, Philadelphia Eddie's, get the tattoo done. It's a better environment. You can work with the uh, the tattoo artists a little bit closer. Uh, but on occasion, we will have a very special artist come into town, come into the studio, and go do it old school like we used yeah. to do the tattoo here. It's very yep. bragworthy uh, for getting yeah. one of these people to do your tattoo. So we'll get the details on how you need to do that, but just get yourself set for a little texting this morning. Casey, you got some info? Yeah, his name's James Vaughn. James and, uh, Bond? Jan- no, Vaughn. Oh, James Bond. That would be really cool. Wait, who did you say? I thought it was James. He said James Bond. I'm oh, like, James oh, my Bond. God. I love that guy. No, James Vaughn was on Ink Master season one and season seven. Uh, he specializes in that Japanese-style tattoos. Uh, okay. So All right. So are we ready to do that now, Marissa? I see. Okay. So text word tattoo mm-hmm. to 39333. We'll pick a winner by the end of the show. And yeah. somebody's going to have to be here next week yep. in order to... Uh, actually get that tattoo by the Ink Master here in our studio, which is pretty cool. We also have a meet need today. The Burger Brawl is coming up. It's not till September 15th, but they're getting set for it. Our buddy Rob, who put this whole thing on. From, it's amazing. Uh, uh, yes, uh, from Rouge in uh, Philadelphia, is going to be here along with some of the participating restaurants. So we're going to have Burger Fi and M20 stopping in, and they'll be bringing samples of their wares. Which is very cool, morning. too, because we're not going to have to judge them. We used to use to do the pre-judging, and it was always impossible. Yeah, there, now was we a category, there was a category that we would help narrow down, and they bring in, like, you know, six restaurants, and we'd have to go through and sample them through the morning show and vote. And that was fun and everything. But yes, meat sweats. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit much in the morning to be eating all those burgers. Uh, so they're just going to come in, and we'll remind you about the event that is coming up and uh, how you get your tickets and what it's all about and what's new and, and different this year. We'll probably talk to Rob later on and find yeah. out what's up. So uh, these things and more are taking place. So we have our Belly Flop Championship, which is coming up on the 15th of this month. It's a rain date, and we're excited for this. So we'll get the details out to you as we get a little bit closer, but just kind of put that in your calendar now on the 15th. Get ready to go to Valley Forge Casino Resort and their poolside beach club uh, and get ready for our little uh, event. I'm we'd looking lo- forward to it. We'd love for you to be there. And it's free, by the way, so details at WMR.com. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, you know the routine. We'll also have a stupid question, give some stuff away, and we'll begin this Tuesday morning. We'll be right back. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Do have a question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for Six, Fla- Six Flags Great Adventure. And the question that I have for you concerns artist Claude Monet. Uh-huh. What style of artist was Monet known as? 215-263-WMMR. All right. This is. Pretty simple one. 215-263-WMMR. Call now and see if you know the answer. And Steve, 
Mo Monet? No. No. No, not Mo Monet. By the way, uh, which artist really pumps my nads? Which one? Moliere. Moliere. Oh, okay. That's a uh, writer. Oh, okay. Well, he's an artist of sorts. That's from the Breakfast Club. Thank you, Casey. Pumps my nads. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, Tuesday, July 30th, and there's a lot of them, so we should... We shouldn't spend a whole lot of time on each person, but uh, Christopher Nolan has his birthday, and what a lot of uh, credits to him. Memento, Batman Begins, The Prestige, I just watched that last week again. The Dark Knight Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar. Incredible director, and uh, Dunkirk. That is correct, yes. Which I love. Uh, He is 49 today. Also uh, turning a year older is Arnold frickin' Schwarzenegger. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Yes, he's. <laughs> Arnie is 72 years old today. Stallone posted a, an Instagram video of uh, him uh, with Stallone celebrating the birthday. Those guys who wow. actually used to be, as was indicated, you know, through the press, they were rivals. They yeah. were sort of arch rivals, and now they are the best of friends, yep. and they're hanging out together and having a, a good old time. Yep. Former governor of California, <laughs> may, may I remind you. He's yes. Se- he's 72. Hillary Swank has her birthday today. I haven't really seen her in anything in quite a while. Not that I can recall. What the hell recall. is she doing? Uh, wait, is she in that, um, there's a Netflix movie where there's an apocalypse and then there's a kid that's born. Oh. Uh, is she in that one? I have not watched that yet. Uh, I Am Mother, yep. Yeah, I Am Mother. Okay, yeah, Hillary okay. Swank. I had yeah. to, I actually downloaded that to watch on my flight, but I never got to is it. Is it a sci-fi thing? Is it I like yeah. Yeah. Second Coming of Christ? Or what's the... Uh... No, what, they, you know, the, basically the, the world has no more people, but... Uh, what's she doing? But, but AI, uh, artificial intelligence, is trying to recreate humankind or so something like that? So they created something. They, they, I guess, knew that the, the world was doomed, so they had all these... Eggs and stuff like that, and okay. then years Bacon. and years later, they, you get it. <laughs> they cracked an egg and had a baby. All right, <laughs> <laughs> how do you like your baby? <laughs> over, over me, over me, yeah, please. I don't like my babies too runny. Uh, <laughs> cracked an egg and had a baby. <laughs> Sounds like a great movie. Yeah. Hillary Swank is presented four, by Denny's. Forty-five. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is uh, turning fifty-six years old today. Always Super talented. Yep. Uh, Romy and Michelle. I just watched uh, over the uh, the vacation. Another super talented actor, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, turns 58 years Cowboy old Cowboy Curtis from uh, Pee-wee's Man. Playhouse. Yep. yep. Uh, I, the first thing that I remember him in was uh, was. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream oh, Warriors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, He was the orderly in that movie, and look where he went to, man. He's done so many great things. Most recently in uh, John Wick 3, Chapter 3, Parabellum. And he's 58 today. Uh, Richard Linklater, another great director. Dazed and Confused, School of Rock, Boyhood, uh, to name a few. Uh, he's 59 today. Actress Christine Taylor, former wife of Ben Stiller. Uh, spot on Marsha Brady. Love that. In the Brady Bunch movies. The wedding singer Dodgeball. She's great. 48 today. I love how they amp up the sexual tension with her and Greg in the second one. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yes, Greg. Yes, Greg. Yes, Greg. Uh, Tom Green. Been by here a few times. 48 today. Still uh, a little weird. Yeah, he's an odd guy. <laughs> but... He's built his life on being weird. Yep. He yep. came to camp out, though, one year, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. I believe you're right, yeah. Vivica A. Fox. Movies like uh, Independence Day and uh, Kill Bill Volume 1, by she, the way. Yeah, she's I, a stripper you, who saves the first lady. Yeah, did you know, in, in so that uh, I saw a little uh, bit of information the other day that Tarantino was maybe talk, flirting with doing a third Kill Bill movie. Ah. No and way. if you remember, 
in the first movie, not to give anything away, but Vivica Fox's daughter is left with a, a little message from Beatrix saying, listen, if you you ever want to come and see me someday, right. if this bothers you, let me know. So that's a clear open to it a is. sequel. You it's know? a great scene. It is. Especially since she appears to be just this regular mom. Yep. And it turns out she's an assassin By as the well. way, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday. Okay. Last night. You went without me. I did. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, but I went after the conference call last night. I snuck off because uh, I, I wanted to. I really, really enjoyed I it. I wanted to. What's your review? Um, I give it uh, four stars out of three, and <laughs> um, I loved it. And there were there were a couple. What little, does that mean? I don't know. It just means yeah. I really liked it. Um, okay. But there were a couple little Easter eggs in there that I think you're really going to... Just tiny little, tiny little Good. things that... Uh, so it's you know, a holiday movie. It is a holiday movie. <laughs> wow, this delightful little <laughs> egg. So delightfully colored with Pa's dye. But I just... I need more people to see it so I can talk to... Like, okay. I really need Nick Murphy to see it so I you can know what? dissect Manson. some things. Yes. At Spawn Ranch, they're coloring Easter eggs. <laughs> 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 Celebrate the birth of Jesus, man. <laughs> But, I, but to literally be, Easter eggs. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be honest with you, it, like I had to wait until like halfway through the movie to go. Okay, I hear it's like three three hours, right? No, it's like two and a half hours. But like halfway through, I'm like, okay, now this is like really starting to pick up momentum. I think know? I'm gonna love it. Yeah. Everyone says the last half hour is really worth everything. Yeah, and uh, I I love that time in Hollywood. I love the fact that there's apparently all sorts of nods to all sorts of celebrities. Of yeah, that era, era. I'm awesome. I'm all aboard. All right, she's 55. Vivica, Vivica A. Fox is she in it? No. no, but we were talking about Quentin Tarantino. That's right. <laughs> Why do we waste our time? And then, uh, let's see, Jamie Presley, the actress, is uh, 42. First I... time I saw her was in a movie called Poison Ivy. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Poison yeah. Ivy 2. She was in the sequel, I think, or whatever the hell the, the story was. Or maybe she was in all nine or whatever. <laughs> but And then it turns out she's comedically adept. Yeah. Remember... My name is Earl. I remember the first time seeing her going, wow, yeah. she's really, really pretty. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, comedy kind of came into her uh, repertoire, and she's really good at it. She's uh, 42. And then the last birthday today, our favorite butthole, Hope Solo. <laughs> Hope Solo's butthole! <laughs> Hope Solo, the uh, uh, goaltender for the uh, women's U.S. Uh, soccer team. Uh, and then we found out there was a Twitter account called Hope Solo's Butthole because she had posted naked pictures of herself. And apparently you could see that particular part of her body. And somebody took upon that name and we just thought it was funny. Our favorite Twitter uh, account. That and she, Bill Weston's hair. Do you remember she had, uh, there was some controversy of her being abusive, I think it was? Yes, to, a, to, a, to an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, so, and family anyway. member too, right? Yeah, something along she those lines. She beat the hell out of, like, a niece or nephew or something? I've forgotten, but... Uh, yeah, she was arrested in uh, 2014, uh, charged with two misdemeanor court uh, accounts, I'm sorry, of assault and in the fourth degree. Wow. Lest I remind you that her butthole has never been arrested. Not once. Yeah. How old is she? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sorry, ma'am. We're going to have to arrest your butthole. <laughs> Why? How do you cuff them? Wait a second. I'm just collateral damage. I didn't do anything. <laughs> We're taking this butthole down now. <laughs> <laughs> Why does anybody talk to me about this? Isn't that right? Get my lawyer. What, you just expect me to pucker up and go along? Right Sorry, Mr. Butthole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Hope Solo and her butthole. You guys are just being wacky. They both turned 38 today. <laughs> They're both 38. 
Okay, stop that. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, Claude Monet was what style of artist? 215263WMMR. <laughs> what did I miss? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, somebody reviewed uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They gave it 27 stars out of 43. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go to Keegan for an answer to the stupid question. Hey, Keegan, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rantlers. Rantlers. All right, buddy. So do me a favor and... Rantlers. Thank you. Let me know what type of artist uh, Claude Monet was known as. He was an impressionist. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, she. Yeah. Hang on, buddy. You're a dirty rat, she. Now, I've never looked up the style of impressionist, but I'd always assume the name came from, instead of drawing long strokes, they put little dots. No, it's because you draw like other artists. Oh, You're doing okay. impressions of them. But is that what it means? Uh, yeah. yeah. Impressionist, it does? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. That's what I thought. It's it's incredible what they can do, uh, the impressionists. And uh, Monet, one of the best. Hang on the line, Keegan. We're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. Don't let summer slip away. Visit Six Flags Great Adventure with heart-pounding coasters to a safari off-road adventure. Uh, plus, test your courage on the new Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth. Wow. Which is the world's largest pendulum ride. Anyway, I got to get over there. Go big, go Six Flags. I love that place. All right, we have stories to get to. Uh, let's begin with the Royals. We've been doing that a lot, uh, but we'll continue. Meghan Markle guest edited the upcoming September issue of British Vogue. And while she reportedly refused to appear on the cover for fear of drawing attention away from the others, the cover features 15 women who are raising the bar for equality, kindness, justice, and open-mindedness. And there's a mirror so readers can include themselves wow. on the 16th slot. Well, she's sort of following suit because Prince Philip edited Gash magazine. Gash? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what an honor. Inside, readers... This one looks like salami. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Different pizzas yeah, that's pieces right. of meat. <laughs> this looks like olive oil. Inside, readers will find an exclusive chat. <laughs> an exclusive chat between the Duchess and former First Lady Michelle Obama. A conversation between the Duke and Sus- Duke of Sussex and Dr. Jane Goodall. The Duke's end of hazard. Uh, plus pieces by uh, Brene Brown, Jamila Jamil, and many others. There's a bit of a scandal here, Preston, though. You know who she, she did not include? No. The Queen. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. And, uh, you know, I don't know if the Queen is, is as upset as people around the Queen are. But, you know. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, you know. I don't give a rat's ass. Exactly. She's seen it all, <laughs> man. Just to hang out with Churchill. What's well, getting a good goddamn? Who cares? Uh, Markle. Bitch can do what she wants. Markle shared an Stupid image. Bitch. On the cover of the Instagram account that she and her husband, Prince but Harry. She's in other show suits. Share writing. Uh, guest editing the September issue of British Vogue has been rewarding, ed- educational, and inspiring. To deep dive into this process, working quietly behind the scenes for so many months. I'm happy to now be able to share what we have created. A huge shut the f- up. Thanks to all the friends who supported me in this endeavor, lending uh, lending their time and energy, uh, and to help with uh, within these pages and on the cover. Thank you for saying yes, and to Vogue's editor Edward, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Now, in a statement, Megan said that her goal is to make this year's r- most uh, read. Make I'm sorry, was to take. The year's most read fashion issue and steer its focus to the values, causes, and people making impact in the world today. She reportedly 
uh, personally asked uh, the former first lady to take part in her secret project over a lunch of chicken tacos. Chicken tacos? While she was still pregnant with her son, Archie. What are we eating? Chicken tacos. I'll be there. Uh, the Duchess called Obama's response a thoughtful, reflective, and beautiful curated uh, narrative, a gentle reminder not of how, but of why she's become such a globally respected public figure. Uh, Vogue's uh, UK editor is thrilled with the overall look of the Meg and her choices. Now, as with anything involving Megan, there's a little bit of backlash. Uh, the most serious criticism, though, came from Samantha Brett and Steph Adams, who wrote a book that she wrote an essay for, dubbed The Game Changers. The cover also features a grid, and Brett is accusing her of ripping off their visual concept. She's a grid ripper offer. <laughs> they she, came up with a grid idea. Uh, she tells the Daily Mail, it's obviously very flattering. She obviously likes our concept. I love Megan, and I'm a huge yeah. fan. Imitation. But if, but if what people are alerting us to is true, then it's extremely disappointing. Yeah, they came up with the grid. They created Nobody else. Grid. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kimmon are opening up about reports that Big Little Lies 2 director Andrea Arnold was forced to cede control to season one director Jean-Marc Vallée halfway through. Oh, my God. Whether or not there will be a third season. So I think that's the most important thing. All right. Thing. Is there going to be a third season? Uh, Witherspoon told EW, EW there was no controversy. said, in our minds, there's no controversy. We just love the show. We had such a great time doing it. There was a lot of misinformation and no credited sources on any information. This was an incredibly collaborative process for huh? all of us. And the idea that anyone was mistreated was not communicated, which is, with is completely not true. Is there going to be a third season? <laughs> they wrap- Regarding the third season. There we go. There we go. She said, if there are conversations still to be had, I think that's really what determines if we can tell a season. That's not an answer. Tell a season three. It is, uh, is it as good as season one and two? Does the audience still have questions? Do we have answers? So, And then Kidman said, we will decide as a group. We listen to the way which people react because so much of TV is very uh, immediate medium. Every single person who has made this has said this show is bigger than any single one. Is there uh, some of the, know. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? I should be their spokesperson. <laughs> you could be. Uh, what they, did that guy say? I don't know, but I think there's going to be a third season. Uh, they wrapped up every storyline possible, but they did leave it where they're could be a third season. They could go into what happens next. Between you two and a whole bunch of other people uh, who I know who love this show, I think I'm going to jump in and watch it. It's fun. Yeah. It was yeah. good. They kind of wrapped up the first season in a way that they didn't have to do a second season, too. But the first season was With so the successful. Star. The Death Star exploded, and then they're like, <laughs> well, you know, what if the Empire you know, regains power? Right, right. right. Uh, well, it's interesting. Uh, it's a big hit. I know that. Adrena Partridge and Corey Bowen are continuing to have custody issues, according to reports. I didn't even know they had kids. The Hills star... <laughs> I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. ...obtained a restraining order against Bowen last week, but now Bowen cl- is claiming that uh, she falsely accused him of sexually abusing their three-year-old daughter, Kira. Oh, wow. Well, that's Dear horrible. Uh, according to court papers, he claimed in May 2019, Adrena made false claims of Child sexual abuse against me to CPS. An investigation was done. The results of the investigation were that the allegations were unfounded. So if that's true, then there's well, a real issue there. That's horrible all the way around. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I wish nothing but uh, pain for both. Uh, no. Uh, Amy Schumer is embracing her whole life and new body after welcoming baby Jean with her husband, Chris Fisher, on May 5th. In a picture she shared on Instagram of the day at the beach, Schumer, Fisher, and Jean are trailed by their dog, Toddy, as they stroll by the ocean. (laughs) 
One fan left a sweet <laughs> comment telling Schumer she looked great in her swimsuit with a, quote, quote, normal woman's body, to which the star replied, I am loving my warm, soft, post-baby body. Grateful to be feeling so strong again. She's got to be happy just to not be puking because she was oh puking throughout the entire run of her pregnancy. Yeah. She had a tough. Uh, she had a tough run, most most definitely. So, is this the husband that she says has sort of a like? Uh, he's sort of on the spectrum, and yeah. she believes that's why their marriage works. That because yeah, there are aspects of his personality that really that, fit that with her specifically because I believe he has Asperger's. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah, he can't lie. Is what is the way she put incredibly it. Incredibly like, candid. He, he, yeah, incredibly <laughs> candid. And she loves that about yeah. it. Uh, the Blast is reporting that Southern Charm star Catherine Dennis, Southern Charm. Anybody know this is a reality show, I guess? Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's claiming that her ex, Tom Revenel, got drunk and dropped their baby in the pool. Oh, oh. yeah. I know about the show because they made fun of it on that Joel uh, McHale, McHale show, show on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dennis is claiming in court papers that she had to jump in and save their child. Uh, they're trying to settle custody of their two kids, Kenzie and Saint. Yeah, these people are a bunch of idiots. Yeah, it looks like it. You dropped the baby in. <laughs> I was. Wa- There's an article I have to send over to you, Preston. It's in. It's. I forget where I saw it, but it, it's basically making the case that reality shows are a cancer to people. Yeah. That these shows actually Firmly. are are cementing horrific behavior. Uh, I, I'll send. I'll send you the piece. You know what I just realized? I don't. I don't have. Wasn't the Bachelorette the big finale last night? We have some audio clips. Oh, well, we better because I don't have the freaking well, story. Well, part here. one my prep service didn't put it in there. What By a the crap way, prep service! I watched. We actually watched some of that in Hawaii. <laughs> no, there was an evening where we was just it was low key, and we popped on the TV, and I started watching it, Steve. It's everything. It was. We talk about, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. This one guy who apparently she voted off a while back came back. Yes. Uh-oh. And, like, was begging her. And they and they they showed that part of the episode, but they also had him live in the studio with all these women. And it was just, it was just, I'm like, is what? Sad, what is sad? this garbage? But they do, that's, they do that all the I time. I know they yeah, do, yeah. and I know what they're doing and the manipulation that oh, they're yeah. doing and all that, and there's a reason behind all of this. Did and, you derive one ounce oh, of entertainment from God. I, I was entertained by how stupid the people are that watch this show are probably. <laughs> I mean, that entertained me. Okay. I, I, because looking at how dumb this is, I actually got caught up in how dumb it is and found that entertaining. You know what I mean? And, well, I know a lot of people who watch the show and who love it and, I, and people that I, I respect. Who and wa- I apologize who wa- to you if, if I offended <laughs> you by that. But, I mean, I, you know, listen, some of the stuff I watch you would think is moronic as well. Well, so. there are people who watch it for that. Like, for example, I've been watching this show, Love Island. It's so stupid, so bad, that you it makes The Bachelor look like Meet the Press. Yeah. But it's just unbelievably bad. Apparently, I was in a restaurant with The Bachelorette the other night. And Which this, one? She's really hot. Uh, well, so, um, you know my Aunt Susan, and we went out to dinner together. This was Thursday night at a res- nice Mexican restaurant in the Pacific Palisades, and she walked in. The Bachelorette walked in. I had no Anna idea. B? I don't know, Steve. I don't know who. I don't watch the show. She so, really hot girl. Uh, yes, yeah. she was. Uh, and, and there was uh, the, the whole place was a titter as oh. she walked in. <laughs> hey, good margaritas. Um, but you know what? You know what kills me, Steve? Absolutely slays me. What is they play off this whole uh, Christian? Uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a devout Christian thing from Hannah B. 
come on. Knock it off. Stop it. Knock it off. It's, You're in a sex me, house. To me, it's pandering. Yeah. It's absolute pandering. Well, it's they're they're all they're all doing what many people do when they're first encountering people that they they're, they're lying about what they're about. So that's they're, they're Right from the get-go, the big lies that they're looking for a long-term relationship ending in marriage. There yeah. were uh, Marissa just handed you a story from something that happened. In yeah, the... yeah. There was one of okay. one of the big deals was she she banged a dude in a windmill, and the the, the guy that that left that they brought back was pissed off. Was pissed off that she had sex in a windmill. Because... Last night, I actually yeah. saw this moment last night when she admits they did it four <laughs> times in the windmill. Four times. Four, four times. times. Well, it's spinning around, so it's easy to just you know, okay. stick your junk out, and you're going to catch it. <laughs> Should we play the clips? So, yeah. Oh, all right. God. So the first clip here, Preston, is um, Hannah sending Peter home. Now, she has the two choices. Uh, there's Peter, and I forget who the other guy is. So these we're down to the final two episodes. This is part one of the finale. It was Pete and repeat. Pete and repeat, yeah. So Peter, uh, she sends Peter home, but she says that she, well, listen to her. She'll tell you what she thinks of Peter. Everything that our relationship has been has been perfect, and it has been so easy. <laughs> you know what she sounds like there? She sounds like uh, Jim Gaffigan when he starts doing that whisper thing. I love having sex in a windmill with you. Oh, my God, that's what he said. Oh, my God. (laughs) The way they're mic'd, though. Oh, my God. By the way, somebody had a bad... They had a bad mic last night, and Stevie was doing the... Oh, really? Last night, yeah. All right, let me let me. What's your twenty, big buddy? <laughs> here we go again. Here we go. Everything that our relationship has been has been perfect, and it has been so easy. You're like the dream guy that you will truly like always have. Oh my god! I will have a feeling of, of your having the love of my face. <laughs> You'll always be in my chest. Not your heart. In my right, chest. Right here between my nipples. <laughs> well, it's not like lady boobies. I love you. I almost want to t- hold off on this and spend more time on it later. Oh, do you on. want to visit later on? Yeah. All right. Yeah, really? I, I have a couple of. Yes, I do. Okay. Is it, you okay with that? Yes, I'm totally right. fine with it. I have some other stories to get to. <laughs> By the way, I do not. I think. All right. And this will be the last thing we say before we visit later on. Hannah B is one of the ugliest criers I've ever seen. <laughs> I have not watched. Her she's cry an incredibly. Yet. She's an okay. attractive woman, but okay. when well, she cries, there's me a, a hot crier. Uh, there's some. John Cryer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty hot. Well Show me a hot car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we'll have to come back to that. Uh, so we will do that very thing. Casey, I apologize. It's a story about a dog dying. Oh, man. Jennifer Aniston, her husband, ex-husband, Justin Thoreau, had, had to reunite over the weekend. Uh, they said goodbye to their beloved dog, Dolly, who died on Sunday. So this was... Uh, you know, they, they you haven't seen them in any way together at all, but this brought them and back together. And they were together. holding hands as well. Yeah, yeah they posted uh, pictures from the memorial. It showed uh, their dog surrounded by flower petals. One picture which showed him holding a beautifully manicured hand prompted. <laughs> so manicured. Uh, prompted speculation. Your hand is so beautifully manicured. Of a renewed romance between the pair. So who got the dog in the divorce? I'm. That's a good question. It uh, might have I, been shared custody. Maybe. Uh, their friends, including Courtney Cox, Trudy Styler, Todd Oldham, Cat Power, Amy's 
Sedaris and Orlando Bloom extended their sympathy to the pair. It looks like they were having some sort of ceremony, doesn't it? I think they, they were surrounded by people, it looked like. Were there a lot of people there? This is weird. Uh, is that the the dog's carcass? Sure is. Dear well, God. Okay. Oh, that's before the eight. That. That's Don't weird. Please. Yeah, because you know what? Now this is going to start to become a thing. You know, when when, no. a, when a celebrity does something like this, then it's going to be like, now I'm going to watch dog dying ceremonies all over my Facebook. You don't have to watch them. Well, no, no they pop up. I don't necessarily get to pick and choose what mm. I, you yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. Um, so anyhow, this looks like the ver- like a the version of, like a Viking funeral for a dog here, Preston. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. I don't see any other people, Steve. And in, in the pictures I saw of, of them together, they look they they're okay. to be people behind them as okay. if they were at some sort of well, viewing. They may have done that. Um, so anyhow, they um, let's see. They split last February after two plus years of marriage and seven years as a couple. So. They got together for this. Uh, Jason Momoa got surprised on his 40th birthday by close friends. The festivities were organized by Mada Abdelhamid, who trained Momoa for his role as Cal Drogo in Game of Thrones. Also, uh, Ian Summerholder and his former Game of Thrones co-star Amelia Clark were there. And Momoa and Clark FaceTimed his wife Lisa Bonet and their two kids. Uh, Nicole Wolf and Lola. You know what cracked me up with Jason Momoa? They had pictures of him uh, like six months ago, five months ago, talking about his dad bod. He's in incredible Mm. shape. Oh, my God. He just wasn't as cut up as he was for Aquaman. Yeah, exactly. But for Christ's sake. Yeah, he wasn't in screen ready. Yeah, you know, but he's still starve yourself, ripped up to death shape. He's in amazing shape. He's in incredible shape. Dad bod. So Steve sent me this story. Sylvester Stallone. Could be taking another swing at reprising Rocky mm. in a seventh movie. <laughs> now, we've said countless times we love Stallone. Yeah. And you and I are both huge fans of Rocky Balboa, which I think you'll agree yep. is the best coda to the whole Rocky sequel you could possibly have. I don't put it past him to do something great, yeah. but I'd be very happy if he didn't. In a new interview with uh, Variety, the 73-year-old star of the legendary box movies, had uh, this to say when I asked if you'd ever do another standalone Rocky movie. said there's a good chance that Rocky may ride again. Uh, of course, he's already reprised the role in Creed and Creed II. Uh, producer Steven Winkler, who co-owns the franchise with MGM, indicated that a standalone Rocky Seven sequel written by and starring Stallone is in the works. He said, we're very high on it. We're very anxious to make it. Uh, Sly even offered up a synopsis of the Rocky 7 plot. He said, Rocky meets a young, angry person who got stuck in this country when he comes to see his sister. Maybe the bagel guy, Preston. Uh, the bagel guy? The angry bagel guy, the short bagel guy. <laughs> uh, he takes him into his life, and unbelievable adventures begin, and they wind up south of the border. It's very, very timely. He added that this Dude, is... The... I'm wearing a sombrero. He said that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the story uh, coincides with immigration issues in the U.S. He said, do you tell someone that you just met in the street who's struggling and homeless to get out, or do you take him in? If you take him in, you're in trouble. Uh, And there's a little more here as well for Rocky fans. Uh, The Variety article briefly mentioned that there are ongoing discussions about a Rocky prequel and a TV series likely for a streaming platform. Huh. Yeah. Be kind of How much of a prequel is it? Like in school? That's a good, junior high. That's a good question. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe they go way back when he's a kid. <laughs> Rocky one hundred and one. 
There was a guy around here that was uh, pushing a script and trying to get the story of Mickey told. Yeah. And was asking us to try to help him get in touch with Rocky's people. Uh, with Rocky's people. <laughs> Stallone's people. People. I, we really don't have that connection. So yeah, I was, an exciting new series called Rocky Montana. <laughs> I didn't know how to help him out. But it's a good I concept. Thought, I thought it was a cool concept. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Mickey I was. Mickey had a history as a, as a, as a, as a boxer, a achieved some level of success. Remember, he's showing him the, the newspaper clippings and so yeah. on and so forth. And, and a troubled life. Yeah, and this guy, the idea of telling the story about, you know, that Mickey tells when, the, you know, the guy had nails hidden in the in the boxing yeah, glove yeah, and yeah. cut his face all up and stuff. So there's there's stories there. Whether or not people would really be into it or not, I don't know. What but... if he has an incredibly boring life? It's <laughs> <laughs> a library. I ran a nail salon. Yeah. Uh, before any of that happens, uh, Sly will play. I sold insurance. <laughs> uh, his ex-Special Forces soldier again in Rambo Last Blood. Which hits theaters on September 20th. That'll be here. It's yeah. gotta get bloody. Before you know it, so. I'm 115 years old. I've seen it all. So we shall see what comes of all of that. Uh, let's see. You know what? We have time for one more story. And Make it a good one. We'll wrap it up. How about we end with this one? Lori Laughlin turned 55 on Sunday. And she and her family reportedly held a low-key party in honor of the milestone. Oh, they all dressed like Loki? Uh, low-key. Two oh. words. I'm sorry. Uh, we should have Those a Loki. Those horns are awesome. We should have a Loki party. We should have a Loki party. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, everyone says it would be Hand out those hats yeah. to everybody. Welcome to the Loki party. Oh, nothing too audacious. A very low-key party. That and a scepter. <laughs> Uh, Laughlin and her husband, the fashion designer, how do you say his name? Massimo. Massimo Giannulli. Yes. Are facing charges in the college cheating scandal that was swept up more than 50 people. It seems that her and the daughters uh, have mended the fences. Yeah. Bella and Olivia both wished her a happy birthday on Instagram. Uh, And Bella wrote uh, against a picture, a black and white photo of the two saying, happy birthday, mama. I love you. She had previously deleted her account following the scandal. Uh, Olivia also dedicated her own post to Laughlin, sharing a throwback photo of the mother-daughter duo. The post marks her first since the scandal as well. Uh, both Olivia, who was a social media influencer, and Laughlin lost multiple jobs following the scandal. I'm sure, you know what, they probably planned ahead of time. You know what, let's all stay off yeah. of social media. Yeah. And t- but your birthday is probably makes most sense. A to, good entree to make back a in. Yeah. No, in fact, Preston, I guarantee you they had they had a team of people that yeah. they they're yeah. people whose jobs um what was the uh the title? The, yeah. The, I know what you're talking about. But they're basically they're, they're they're PR people. They're the people who orchestrate the way they. So, for example, if they go into rehab or whatever, how you announce who gets the story first, what magazine is going to be the most um, favorable to your return, and how you pace these things. Social media consultant. Social media consultant. So, yeah. and and it all works that way because in this case, I think uh, the daughter uh, Olivia can be back on. Might be able to get some of her influencer status back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, the yeah. news cycle is. I forget what I was watching yeah. the other day, but I, no, I was, I was watching. I told you guys, I was watching that HBO series about the girl who sort of shamed the guy into committing suicide online. Yeah, and it was. It's an incredible two part uh, series on HBO. But that that seems like it was fifteen years ago. Yeah. It, 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 these things turn over so quickly. So yeah. I think she has a shot. 
Uh, and if convicted of fraud and money laundering, the couple faces up to 20 years in prison for each charge. Uh, they're next due in court on August 27th. All right, let's see what clips we have uh, today. Taking place in the year 2199, Pandora features an intelligent young woman learning to defend the galaxy from threats while attempting to learn the secrets of her identity. Here, Priscilla Quintana, Quintana sorry, explains how she resonates with her character. Here we go. She is resilient. She is a badass. She's tough as nails, but still soft, like kind. And she fights for what she wants. And I resonate with all those things. But she's just so much cooler than me. So I got to, like, live my fantasies of who I wish I was through her. What the f*** is this? So this doesn't have anything to do with it, it, uh, Avatar. It appears to and not uh, have no. anything to do with Avatar. Interesting. Which I find interesting that they didn't put a, a, a kibosh on the name. Yeah. Uh, Pandora airs tonight, 8 o'clock. That's on the CW. Here's the next clip. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I've been watching the uh, Fast and... Well, jumping in and out of the Fast and Furious movies because they're leading up to the big Hobbs and Shaw rollout. Yeah. And they're all just wonderfully written. Hobbs and Shaw is slated to be the first spinoff of the Fast and Furious featuring uh, the title characters Fighting... To avoid a bio-threat. A bio-threat? Yeah, and in this clip, Jason Statham shares his excitement on shooting practical effects. Here we go. We get to drill down on that, and we get to do practical sort of filming. We get to shoot in camera as much as we physically want to. And for me, that is a massively important element to what we do, is to try and capture what we do and put it on camera. Shut up, dummy. I do like him a lot. I do. I, I like them both a lot. I think they're really solid. The This thing is clearly going for a, a sci-fi element to it because Idris yeah. Alba has some sort of suit or something about him that makes him superhuman. Okay. So it's obviously not rooted in any real story. <laughs> right. But um, it's, these things are... I was watching the one last night. Was it last night with Charlize Theron where she's the big baddie? And I told you about it. They have cars and submarines chasing each other yeah. under ice. And uh, it's just uh, incredibly over the top. All yeah. right. So not at all realistic. But there was something that just happened in the trailer that we're watching for Hobbs and Shaw at, where Jason Statham holds up a bulletproof vest. And uh, so one of the bad guys comes at him, shoots the, the vest. Would that work? You want to try it out live on air? Oh, yeah. hold it. Yeah. You shoot me. Listen, we might get a good Bizarre File story. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I mean, there's got to be some kind of reaction. I'm really curious as to what it is. Oh, do you're, you're, You wonder whether the velocity of the bullet would cause the vest to fold and allow the bullet to pass through? Yeah, I mean, it's designed, obviously, to be pressed up against the body and protect you that way. But I'm curious as to what would happen if you're just holding it and somebody shoots it. I think it'll work perfectly. Okay. Absolutely nothing will go wrong. All right. Well, Kathy's raising her hand. She wants to try. I'll take your word for it. Are you kidding me? It's so all of it. Well, it's supposed to be. It is. You're right. You're right. And if this is what you're into, it's perfect for you. I mean, last week they were talking about how, you know, taking this franchise to space is not out of the realm of possibility. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Well, right right this again. You have the site. See, see, here's Idris Alba jumping over moving vehicles in a super-duper suit. Case, take it to another dimension if mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah. Whatever. It, it would all... They'd, they'd find a way to make it work. But anyhow. Uh, it hits theaters Friday. If you want it, it's there. I look, it, I, My guess is it's going to be big. Yeah. All right. We are going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. We got our Burger Brawl friends stopping by this morning. That is coming up next month, or, or the following month. It's... We're, so, we're right on the edge of all There's only so 12 months. We'll get September, it right. right. We'll get it right eventually. <laughs> uh, and Tat Tuesday, we'll get you more of the details because it's a special one today. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Take my, take my party, take my 
Godsmack. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I wanted to mention, and I was thinking about this yesterday because uh, one of our former calendar girls, uh, Ashley Gallo, posted this uh, bikini picture of herself on her Instagram page, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Man, have we had some stunningly beautiful mm-hmm. women in, on the pages of our of our calendar. We're very blessed. It is time to solicit once again for the uh, President Steve Totally Office calendar. So if you are indeed interested... You need to uh, get in touch with us. And that information is available at PrestonSteve.com. Nick bumped the uh, link back up. It's right on the front page. Click on that. Get the info. Send us the pictures. But do it as soon as you can because we're already halfway through the year. More than halfway through the year. Yeah, the turnaround's going to be pretty quick. Uh, I even got uh, an email the other day from a gentleman named Travis uh, who let us know that uh, another former calendar girl, Ashley Alexis, has fulfilled her career dream by becoming a model for Sports Illustrated. Is that wild? Yes, and she's a plus-size model, and uh, she's doing great. She's doing wonderful, yeah. And uh, he wrote that um, uh, a lot has happened since the last time you guys had her on the air, including embracing her plus-size figure, becoming a body-positive social media influencer, creating an incredibly popular swimwear brand for all her sizes, getting married, which she got married to Travis, who emailed in. uh, And uh, she said her and I bought a house in Allentown, She's officially a PA girl, so you never know. You might end up in realize. Sports Illustrated. I, think was... I didn't realize she's back in uh, PA. Yeah, no, uh, and, and yeah, and she's he's trying to convert her to be a, a Philly sports fan, which she's not. She's uh, from Boston. She's, yeah. she's a diehard. That's going to be a tough sell. No, no, it's yeah. totally cool. But uh, I, that was the year, I believe, that we had four Ashleys in the calendar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Ashley Gallo, yes. Ashley X. Ashleys, Britney's. Yeah. 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 Seems to be the name. Uh, So if you would like to be in the pages or you know someone who should be, please point them in the direction or you yourself go to PrestonAndSteve.com, get signed up. And let's see what happens. You know, we need we need a super hot Gladys just to uh, <laughs> yeah yeah just yeah. to change it up a little Gladys. bit. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Hazel, Hazel, Bertha, yeah, all those names. Um, so Steve sent me this interesting article. It was a survey that was conducted by U.S. Foods, and this uh, they surveyed over two thousand Americans, some of which ha- who have identified as working as a deliverer. For at least at least one food delivery app, because it mainly focuses on uh, these delivery app Uber Eats and so on, Grubhub and uh, and Postmates and uh, Caviar. There's a whole bunch of them out there. Yep. So, but they found out that twenty um, percent <laughs> of consumers suspect that their driver has eaten some of their food on the oh, way wow. to drop off go to the restaurant. Now. We have a lot of restaurant people sitting here in the studio. They are nodding and laughing right now. Except, except the owner. Yeah, Rob. But they're all nodding and laughing right now. Now, these are delivery services. The restaurant has done their job. They've handed it over, and now these people are taking it on the way. Huh. Uh, you know how I beat that system, Preston? How? I order soup. <laughs> it's hard to reach over and get a handful of soup. All right, so so 20% of consumers suspect that their driver has eaten some of their food, which is uh, charitable considering that 28% of delivery drivers <laughs> confess to eating wow, other people's really? food Come on, man. on their way to do- dropping it off. There's footage, of, there's footage of a guy, I think he's doing like one of the fast food services. And you see him go up to the door, and he takes a sip <laughs> of a shake. Straw, yeah. No. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow. 
You can't. Um, no, you you can't put the straw in for them, right? Well, maybe some people, maybe some restaurants do that. I don't know, but fifty four percent of those here, I got it started for you. <laughs> said they simply listen. Here's the reason, and I get this. The reason they do it is they simply can't resist the smell of the food in their car. And is that really a reason? Here, would, would a guy in a just had the same excuse? I just can't resist. Nom 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 nom. Um, I. It's like it's like going to the grocery store hungry. Okay. You, oh, we just did. We went to BJ's. Yeah, don't do oh, that. Don't do that. And, and so before you go off on your delivery, eat, get full. Don't okay. because otherwise you're get, you're, you can't resist the smell. Yeah, or you end if up with a, a box of, of friable Vietnamese duck heads. Yeah. Right. Well, let me ask you guys. Mm-hmm. If you go out and you pick up a pizza, mm-hmm. uh, will you eat a piece on your way home? That was one of the things that we started to talk about off uh-huh. air is that um, if if you're picking up, if, if you're not, a del- and I, and I want to encourage people or drivers who to let us know that do delivery whether or not you participate in this uh but if you're if you're even <laughs> picking up food for friends or casey just grabbing a pizza mm-hmm. and for your family yeah, yeah and clearly it's dinner time you know because that's why you're bringing yeah. a piping hot pizza home i there have been many times where i've risked my my uh safety driving yeah. to reach oh, over no and you can't walk in the house with uh one slice out of the pie oh no oh, no yes, yeah it's gotta be two no <laughs> Yes, you can, and no, I do. No, full pie. He's got to come into the what, house. What, how far away is your pizza place from the house? Well, that pizza, you got to. Uh, yeah. Well, listen. I, I'm thinking because the only this is going to be a good six minutes. Well, the only place is that I have to pick them up. Otherwise, you know, they just you know yeah. deliver or whatever. But Pika's doesn't deliver to my house, so I you know Pika's is in Upper Darby. I'm in Broomall. Yes, that's that's at least three pieces away from my house. <laughs> but Steve, even if it even if it's a mile. That 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 temptation, that mm-hmm. scent of piping hot, yeah, ready to go, awesomely yummy pizza is really hard to resist. I see different culprits here. I see your French fries, your easily grabbable, oh, sure. exactly, yeah. Yeah. over pizza. Because now I wonder, and I didn't. I I leave a lot of the article for you to 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 check through, Preston. Uh, there seems to be more problematic foods for drivers to pilfer. You know, where it's more obvious that the food has been pilfered, you know? Yeah, it doesn't if go you, If you that. take a slice of pizza, it's going to be pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're yeah, delivering yeah. for a company, you're, you're only going to go, you know, you're going you're gonna to take fries yeah, or there, something like that. There's That's no patty in my burger here. Yeah. Right. It's going to be tough to do anything else. Let me go to Steven. Hi, Steven. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. So you were a driver for a food app? Yeah, I used to work for DoorDash, and uh, like you guys were saying, almost every time I picked up five guys, I was going for the fries. <laughs> <laughs> the fries are good. Did you feel bad about that at all? No, not really, because, like, five guys doesn't have, like, a measurement of fries. They just kind of pour a bunch. In yeah, the they the dump bag. it into that bag. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It would be hard to know. Yeah. yeah. So, as again, nobody's going to be the wiser if I just take a few on the way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you ever carried it further to a burger? Yeah, if it, I wish I could take some of the burgers, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, unfortunately not. All right. But, no, you know what? You're actually... I used to do it for Chipotle a couple of times. You know, you steal a couple of the chips. Okay. 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 And nachos. Chips, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of feel that like you're doing me a favor by taking some of my fries from Five Guys, because they give you a lot. They give you... Yeah. So you, you look at it sort of like a diet plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're saving right. me some calories, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, let me go to, uh, is this, 
is an anonymous caller, I guess. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, man. All right, so you were a driver as well? Yeah, I was a driver for, you know, pretty much all the way through high school and college. Uh, I drove all around Delco. (laughs) My man. So, uh, you know, uh, it really depended on how good of a tipper you were or how much we liked you, depending on how much of your food we ate or how much of it we or okay. how much of it we put in our mouth and then put back on your pizza. Oh, Seriously? Yeah. Anonymous, actually, I've I, so to your point, I heard that as being part of a determining factor is yep. if you are if people that you deliver to often, what kind of tippers they were. And a lot of these people said they would exact sort of a little revenge by pilfering their food. And Can I just, oh, yeah. you subscribe to that. Can I just yeah. jump in here and, and just tell you that, like, if you're doing that stuff to their food, no matter what you think of them as a human being or a person, you're now worse than they are. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. And All right. Exactly Beat the crap out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the air, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, you know, it was, uh, we, we definitely would, uh, you know, li- suck on your pepperonis. And- oh, my God. <laughs> Sucking on a man's pepperoni is just not, you just can't suck on a man's pepperoni without his giving you the thumbs up. But could you suck on their sausage? Yeah, now that, because... I think you can broker that oh deal. So, this guy ruined my day. But to, to the anonymous caller's oh point, of, you could lift up a pizza box, pilfer a pepperoni. Yeah. You could pil- pilfer some, uh, some uh, like, m- toppings. Sure. That'd be easy. Where are the sausages? Yeah. Let me ask you, could you, Preston, from a pizza Thanks, box, could you, I've seen people do it, where you 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 cut a small slice and, and then, then slide it back and together? And then slide them back together surgically. Oh, I don't think so. I, I'm a master of covering over hidden French fries. Yeah. You basically, you, now I've, I, I took down, my wife had a whole bunch of, they were, um, I forget what they, uh, it's uh, like, like duck fat or whatever the hell. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Duck fat like fries. Real, yeah. really good. Yeah, yummy. So, um, she had them there. I didn't get permission. I was trying to ask her. I did text her to ask if I could have some. Uh-huh. I couldn't get the pass on it. So I had to, I had to take matters into my own hands. I called an audible. So I ate, I ate half, maybe more than half. But then if you Lincoln log them back together and stack them in a way. That's a lot. It, it looks, I guess you could, yeah. Yes, but you have to be creative. You have to almost be like R. Buckminster Fuller with a, like, a, like a geodesic dome there and make sure it stacks upright and it looks convincing. Yeah. She never knew. Marissa? She I, knows now. I would like to thank the Philly Pretzel Factory for when you get the big tub of, of nubs, mm-hmm. you know, little pretzel nubs. Nub tubs. Um, the top of it has a little air vent. So I'll bring them out to, like, tailgates, and I'll just carry that big thing on the subway, and there's a little vent. You can peel the top and just start picking them out of the top. Ah. And then if you give it a little, like, shimmy shake, they all kind of fall back in place. So where there's holes, you can just kind of shake it back together. Here's another trick, Preston. If you're stealing someone's ice cream, and it's, those will be my, my wife's ice cream, um, if you shave it off the in, from the top, if you open up from the top and look down, there's no way really to tell. It, 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 I see people make the mistake of just scooping. Mm-hmm. Just scooping. You have to like shear off layers. To steal some? Right. Like a butter yeah. knife or right. something? Or well, a, a, spoon. a spoon. A spoon. But you, just, okay. you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Marissa, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, exactly. 
Another one is uh, if you're making baked ziti or mac and cheese and you have like long rigatoni noodles, you can just kind of peel them off the sides, but then you have to start eating eating it equally. So if you like peeled off one side, you have to like get out the other corner. I'm a grazer. I'm like, this is speaking to me so much because I will pick as I'm cooking, I will pick it whatever onions or mushrooms or whatever I'm cooking with and just eat as we're going. By the time I make dinner, I'm not even hungry. Another thing you can do is take the ice cream, I, I mean, the, the cake icing. And just sort of spread it out over over the piece that you've taken on. You guys are secret eaters. Well, listen, these are things that you have to do. Um, because, as you know, when you do that, there are no calories then involved. Yeah. Right, right, when I've it's always just said, a sliver. Yeah, like ice cream, when you when you take the lid off, everything that's on the lid doesn't, doesn't even count. Get, no, <laughs> it wasn't even, it's not part of the caloric nope. intake. All right, what about, they never say lid ice cream. They nope. say container. What about uh, Dunkin' Donuts? You get a dozen donuts. Do, do a dozen donuts make it home. Or if you get a box of Munchkins, does oh, that entire never, never right? those would never make okay, it. Okay, Munchkins are too are, easy to open, yeah, and they're okay. one-handed food, and yeah, they're no meant problem. for it. In yeah. fact, I'm surprised cars don't come with dispensers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like like a, like a gerbil bottle feeder. Who opens it up? And you know, there are only 49 in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so uh, yeah. like French fries or the Munchkins? Yes, I could see, but a full pizza pie or a full dozen donuts. It's either all or nothing, like Kathy. Dunkin' Donuts that are laid out in the box and not in a bag where you can yeah. actually, you can't have one but missing. Even if it's not your delivery guy, you're saying if you're picking yes. it up for the family, no, Mom, no Dad, slice of pizza? No, no. Oh, you got to wait to eat with the family, jerk. <laughs> wow. I'm not as militant, but I do appreciate your, your, your idea no, of I'm, waiting at home because... Wait till you get home for everyone else. But I do understand that is that is that is such a seductive smell. I'll bet uh, Nick's no, I meat be- has eaten an entire pizza on the in the I've car. done it during this segment. <laughs> Nick has actually jumped over the counter and eaten it while it's still in the oven. No, it's the smell every time. Anytime you put any oh. any of these foods in the car with you, you're just there's mm. it's inevitable that you're going to have some of it. Nick has had a great white shark tell him to slow down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chew, buddy. Chew. Come on, dude. You're an animal. Taste it. Press your uh, uh, emo's pizza back at home. That was a that was the type of pizza that you could. Eat an entire one by yourself, right? Very, yes, and and could eat one-handed in the car as well because it, the the crust was crisp and yeah. the pieces are small. They're cut in squares. Yeah. And so it's an easy one-hander. <laughs> boom. You know, you can... How long? Can How make long? That work. It, it, let's say your commute was a half hour. Would my, it be gone? Th- dude, the emos <laughs> near me in my apartment was literally across the street. Okay. So, so like I, half I, a I pie? Okay, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never had to worry about that. Hang on. Let me go to uh, Zach, who's a former pizza delivery guy. Hey, Zach, good morning. Hey, am I on the radio? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, but thanks, guys. Uh, first of all, love you guys. Oh, thank uh, you. Second of all, yeah, I used to work as a pizza delivery driver out uh, below Pottstown. Um, if you're getting the food for yourself or, like, for you and your girlfriend, slipping a few fries, I think that's kind of, yeah, come on, come on, you, you have to. Yeah. But my, my boss was a short Italian guy. <laughs> he would absolutely beat our butts if we thought about even taking anyone's food. I don't know how he would know. He would figure out a way to find out, and he would come back and tear you into one. I got my my rear end chewed out uh, one time just for forgetting to scrub underneath the sink one night, let alone taking someone else's food. Yeah, so, so pilgrim food would have not made the grade. You never sucked on the pepperoni. Though, uh-huh. Zach, never like, sucked on a no, dude's no, pepperoni. No, 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 I never sucked on anyone's sauce. Not oh, even God. while tickling his meatballs? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's just courtesy. Yeah, that's just courtesy yeah. of it's, uh, an Italian buffet. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, never, ever, 
ever makes it home without being touched by me if I'm the the go get guy. Right, uh, is if I go out and get um, uh, Chick Fil A for the family. Chick-fil-A. Uh, because the waffle fries. Yeah. And they're Sorry. huge. Yeah, you eat two of them and then they're gone. Exactly. <laughs> do you buy, do you, what, where will you buy a travel edition? So in other words. Oh, like an extra just yes, for the drive? I will do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will do that for, for uh, you know, a, a McDonald's or, you, you know, there there yeah. any place where you're, you you know you will succumb. You As Dirty Harry advised us, know your limitations. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you just play to them. And you're going to be, besides that, you don't have to worry about if you spill them or whatever, you're not down a bag. If I was a chicken nugget guy, those are easy to, to pilfer as well. They're easy to eat. But somebody would know because you cl- you order it. Yeah, but would you put a dude's nuggets in your mouth? <laughs> That's the question. Another dude's nuggets? Yeah. <laughs> no. Roll them around? Maybe if it was a finger. Yeah. A chicken finger. Well, but, Preston, so when you, I'll put your fingers When you in worked at McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I know it was brief, but um, the when you would walk past either the, the nugget drawer or the fry station, it was pretty... If you were hungry working at a fast food joint, it's it's <sighs> difficult not to pilfer. Man, they were... Mil- now, I was years... I was 16 years old, but and, and uh, with the nuggets, they were militant about those. Like, were they really? Yeah, they had... They had Could, a separate, did they know? They had a separate trash can they called the, quote, waste can, which is different yeah. than the Ooh. trash can. And whatever was food that was not consumed that had to be thrown away had to be put in there. Right. Wow. And then it would count the waste at the end of the day to see how uh, what, what, efficient they were. Was there like a pit boss counting the... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Check, change. Check, check. <laughs> check change. Check change. Yeah. We need a new boot out here. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this, and you all worked in, in besides... Did you all work in, res, you all work in re, regular restaurant and, restaurants? And food, yeah. 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 For servers... Uh, is how commonplace is it to on mm. the way from the... No. Not, not yeah, the way... But we talked about this. Maybe on up, the way back. Maybe up on the counter. No, on the way out. Yeah. Because the way... The, the, the kitchen that I worked in, you'd put up, you know, order up, you'd put it up on a, on a counter. Like there's a whole plate of fries. And it was still in the kitchen, so it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't in a line of sight for the customers, so they could probably grab a fry and eat one on the way out. You know, it was never that for me. You but never did that, no. But I never. Did, but I sucked all the nitrous out of the uh, the cream. <laughs> really? <laughs> I watched. Dude, I my watched, waiter just my this. waiter just took a dump on our table. I watched one waitress. <laughs> she had like three or four different whipped cream things that just was like. Cream juice because it had no nitrous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on here? These are all these are all broken. <laughs> Do you remember? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Casey, that's that's messed up, man. Casey, at, the, at a place called the Coffee, you remember the Coffee Beanery? Yeah. All right. So the same thing happened. I wanted ripped cream on hot, hot chocolate. Oh my god. The guy's like, um. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's going through the cans. I think, well, I said, what are the odds that six cans of whipped cream have no propellant in them? And Steve, did you know that, that when you do nitrous, it's like sulfur hexafluoride? Yeah. It makes a voice sound like this. Yeah. You folks like some espresso? <laughs> Uh, just a side note, that stuff killed brain cells so fast. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It was so stupid. Dude, also, I watch people in the parking lot doing these things and walking at the same time. <laughs> Rule number one, <laughs> sit down first. Yeah. Because you're going to fall and smash your face into a parking block. Oh, I, yeah. I got to get to surgery. <laughs> I'm a neurosurgeon. 
let's see. Here's text says I've driven for Uber Eats for a number of months, and yes, definitely have partaken in this multiple times, but only for fries and things that you can't notice. That would be the obvious. I w- if you contact us if you've ever pulled off soup. <laughs> or, or or something yeah. else that's a little bit more yeah. involved. Chicken fried rice. Chicken fried <laughs> rice. Wait, here's uh, here's a text that says, Red Robin gives you a little to-go cup of fries when you take out. I didn't know that's that. That's very I, smart. Something that you can eat in the car? Yeah. Do you remember? I forgot who it was. Used to, uh, maybe it was uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or, or, or uh, Burger King, but they had a fry thing that would fit in your cup holder. Uh, yes, that's a brilliant that was idea. a brief. Do they still do that? I don't know because that was a brief promotion that made a lot of sense. I don't know why that didn't have legs, but because yeah. I I will use my cup holders for hummus. Preston, uh, you know that um, thing that you got me where you can stick your phone in the uh, vents of your air conditioner? Yes, I saw somebody that has. That's a, how you heat up your chicken? <laughs> no, no, Steve. This is it's even more ridiculous than that. And he listens to the show. I'm not going to out you. Uh, but he has one of these things that goes into the vent that you that you put in um, air like, freshener, no barbecue sauce or honey mustard or something like a, a chicken nugget. He has like dipping. a oh, like a caddy. Get out yes. of here! I swear to God. I so like I saw right I go, up here. I like yes. that because that's great. I, it's exactly what it looked like. I it's was, like having a fixins bar on your dashboard. <laughs> and I made a joke about it, like, hey, well, I can't believe you have a barbecue sauce holder here. He goes, yeah, I found it on, uh, it was like, you know, ad on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, that's actually what this is? Steve, that's like getting a limited edition, like Jeep or something. This is a Roy Rogers. Right, Roy Rogers. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> this signal Jeep. squirts horsey sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rear view, Preston. <laughs> it's like you're milking a cow. Oh, my God. Uh, let me see. Hang on here. I'm going to go. Actually, I like that idea. Limited I, I edition do. Roy Let, Rogers Jeep. Now, I have used the air conditioning to cool off food before. Like, yeah. you get fries that have just come out of the fryer, <laughs> put the fan on high, and just hold it right up there to it. It, it cools cool it off. off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, let me go to Julian. Hi, Julian. Good morning. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. What's up, buddy? I used to work at a McDonald's. It was my first job. And instead of, like, throwing everything into, like, a waste bin and counting it all at the end of the night, Mm -hmm. they would just give us all the food. And, like, anything that people, like, accidentally made or just didn't go through the drive-thru with, Mm -hmm. they would just give all the employees the food. And I get accidentally away. made. Oops, I accidentally made a double quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> yeah, I made a 50 patty hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like a regular thing. I think I gained like 10 pounds just like. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I think That's that would be generous. It is yeah. very generous. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. A lot of places will make, um, you know, uh, years ago, uh, the Dunkin Donuts would make you. I mean, you would. Yeah. They, they would donate to, like, local shelters and things like right. that. But at a certain point, they weren't saying to the employees, have at it. Well, you know, like, like a lot of mom and pop places, those are the places to go to at the end of the night um, because they would much rather. Mom and pop are asleep. No, well, they mother, mother much rather sell something at half price and just toss it in the it's trash. True. You it's know? true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently that, that little uh, sauce caddy thing <laughs> was on Shark Tank, Casey. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Nick pulled up the video of it. It's called the Sasamoto. Have you seen, Preston? It's a wire that attaches from the left wheel to the right wheel that goes through the car windows, and it's a rotisserie for your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Now, the chicken, chicken spins 60 miles an hour. <laughs> 
But it's an amazing thing. I mean, everyone gets the drippings. Is it front seat or back seat? It's front seat. Okay, yeah. You'll yeah. get it in the back seat, no problem. Okay. You turn your heater on. <laughs> right, yeah. Right over the heater, yeah. and it's, it's like a Kenny Rogers right in your... Uh, I will go next to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Yo, rock and roll, man. What's going on? Yo, yeah, buddy. Hey, Want to hear your story. What's up? Yo, I used to work at a pizza place in Norristown, and I ate a chili, bro. I ate the whole <laughs> chili, and I, I, I smashed it through the car. Just Wait. Just a little bit. You ate a chili? <laughs> chili, yeah. Like yeah, a chili pepper it. or a no, bowl of chili? The whole, the whole thing of chili, the whole cup of chili. I said, the hell with it. I, I was going to quit anyway. So I'd, I'd, I'd so on your way out, tub of chili. <laughs> so your dream? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show. I'm going to show corporate. I'm going to eat a tub of chili. <laughs> that wasn't a tub. I wasn't a tub. It was just a cup. But I know, the, <laughs> I know the people that wanted it didn't need it. I know that much. All right. <laughs> and for oh, our yeah. nation's capital, the story of a defiant employee <laughs> who ate a cup of chili <laughs> and brought down a company. Uh, okay, so here you go. Joe uh, did the pizza thing, Steve, where he would rearrange it. Yes. Oh, we just lost him. We lost him. But it, oh, apparently man. he would rearrange. He says that he would rearrange the slices to make it look well, like a whole pie. That's impossible. Here, no, I don't think so. Have you ever had a pizza where they... Uh, where they, um, they double the, cut it? The, well, the cheese has become this pool of oh, melted... Yeah. Uh, very camouflaging... Right. ...cover. Covers up the gaps. Exactly. Yeah. I still and think you that's could, difficult. You could separate each piece just by a little bit. <laughs> At that and point, then the cheese would smother by over. By a the goddamn spaces. slice, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we put up a poll. Uh, question of the day: If you're picking up pizza, is it okay to eat a slice on the way home? Seventy-two percent say no way, Kathy. <laughs> Gotta wait. Wow, I'm surprised by that. You can come eat at my house. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know what? There's a couple other uh, facts in here that I didn't even get to from this. Uh, by the way, it was a. Um, a survey conducted by U.S. Food said 28% of delivery drivers that deliver for food delivery apps have uh, partaken upon other per- uh, other people's food. Yes. Uh, so, and, and they said that uh, 54% of them said they simply couldn't resist the smell. The paranoia has become so pervasive. 85% of consumers are pulling for restaurants to employ tamper-evident labels <laughs> to effectively address that particular issue. Well, like the stuff they, they, they keep medical waste in with a lock on it? Uh, I, yeah, something like that. And uh, drivers and customers agree that $4 is a sufficient tip for the average order, even though 95% of customers... And, Steve, you're going to have to interpret this sentence for yeah. me. Uh, it says, even though 95% of customers agree that tipping is an integral part of the food... Uh, delivery system, there are a few consistently occasioned grievances urging this same demographic remain parsimonious, even if the same is true in reverse. Did you get any of that? No, that is the most obtuse-sentence I've ever heard. I would would say this. uh, Parsimonious? I would say that, that in this case, I think that a lot of these drivers that I've read interviews with consider the percentage that like, like I use caviar a lot. That there, the, the tip amount they suggest is pretty low. Yeah. Well, and so-, and so and so I will tip more, and a lot of it has to do, Preston, as I consider it, my insurance policy yeah. that I won't have some guy sucking on my pepperoni <laughs> on the way over to the house. Well, right. so so I have a question, and Steve, I'm going to have to ask you to recuse yourself because you are like. You're a superhero when it comes to tipping. Oh, oh yes. All well, right. I, 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 I do tip a lot. But, I, like, so, 
when you um when I ordered pizza, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was like really sad. Um, I ordered pizza <laughs> Old the, other, the other night, and it was a lot of money. Like it, so, I, I ended up tipping on the bill rather than what I really think the guy deserved. I think he deserved a five dollar tip, but money wise, you know, like I, I percentage tip, wise, percentage mean? wise, I tipped twenty percent, and so he got he got. Uh, ten dollars. Yeah, but they're not serving you; they're just delivering. You. I He's know. So what am I? What you. am I supposed to do? Like you'll have to. You'll have to t- talk to your uh, Lord and Savior. <laughs> your, right. uh, my thing is like there have been times where it's been really crappy out or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, or then you you you, you goose it a little bit. I I, I do tend. I just, I always think that. A lot of times it seems to be people like, you know, college people are, are, right, right, who are right. like trying to, you know, work their way through school or whatever. And I, I that's it. I always well, think of that. And if they're carrying, like if you ordered a bunch of pizzas for a party or something, they got to make more than one trip. Yeah. You know, you got to tip a little more. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise they're going to be eating a tub of chili on the way out. <laughs> right. Yeah, sucking on your meatballs. Sucking on your sausage. No, and tickling your, your meatballs. Tickling your meatballs and sucking on your sausage. You can suck on the meatballs too. <laughs> Just go easy. You got to remember, Preston was in a rock band. <laughs> Preston was in a rock band. <laughs> That's kind of overrated, to be honest. <laughs> Not really. Anyhow, no. Right, if so you, at, no, listen. The, just concentrate on the end of the sausage. Yeah. I can't believe you. Uh, what? It doesn't do anything. Seriously? Yeah. No, it makes the sausage eating that much. It makes the sausage eating. I'd rather have the sausage. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, everybody's, you know what you do? Go around to the back and lick the plate. Okay. Everybody's got their preference. Trust okay. me, both are gross. So, <laughs> oh, God. 28% of drivers confess to eating uh, an order here and there, so keep right. that in mind. <laughs> I want to remind you we have Tattoos Day taking place today. It's your chance to win a $350 gift certificate to world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Actually, we have two different things for you to win today. You can win that, the Preston and Steve Tattoo, and you go to the shop there. Right. Or you could possibly win uh, a visit with us next Tuesday here in our studio, and you might get tattooed, or if you do win it, you will get tattooed done by James Vaughn from Ink Master Season 1 and 7 in our studio next week. It's pretty cool. He's going to be in town for the 10th Annual Wildwood Tattoo Beach uh, Bash, (laughs) August 9th through the 11th at the Wildwoods uh, Wildwoods Convention Center. Uh, So, oh, James Bond, I get it. (laughs) Hey, are, uh, are you? Uh, are you? You said you were thinking about getting your uh, tattoos redone or getting a new tattoo. Oh yeah, I have t- horrible tattoos. Are, yeah. Has that faded into not going to happen? Or are you still actively? I considering? haven't even been thinking about it. I, it, it. I'd have to be inspired by something. I see so many cool tattoos on people, and I'm like, that looks awesome. You may I suggest something? Would that look good on me? I don't know. How about the the Kingsman, the symbol? Oh no! You don't I like love that? the movie, yeah, but, yeah. and I'm also thinking about what permanently do I want on me. Your I'm, daughter's an artist. I get in the Beatles. Why not have her draw something up for you? We could do something like that. Anyway, uh, you can have something done. Keep in mind what you might want to get, and uh, you just might do that very thing. So text the word tattoo to three nine three three three. Uh, we'll see if you win. We're going to take a break. Be back in a second. Some bizarre file studies are on the uh, stories are on the way, and we also have uh, more of the details on the Burger Brawl coming up in just a second. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast, ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, there are stories of the bizarre file that are ready to go. So let's fire them up now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. 
Brought to you by Dunkin'. This summer, enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. <clears throat> Limited time offer trademarks are used under license. So I, I found this interesting. Firefighters had to use foam to extinguish a fire in a swimming pool on Monday. There was a fire in the water? It's very interesting how this happened. It was an above-ground swimming pool. So apparently a resident at this home was trying to burn sticks and leaves in a fire pit and decided (laughs) to use gasoline to light the fire. What could go wrong? The fire flashed back and caught his gas can on fire. So he threw the burning can into a nearby above-ground swimming pool. Well, the the flaming gas then spread across the top of the water in the oh half-filled dear. pool and created a liquid fire on top of it. <laughs> and it it caught the sides of the pool because it was an yeah. above-ground pool. It caught it on fire. Of course. Uh, so they actually had to call the fire department to put out a fire uh, on a swimming... A swimming pool was on fire. <laughs> Daddy made a goof. Uh, <laughs> no one was injured in the fire. The pool was heavily damaged uh, in the blaze, so they had that issue. <laughs> A 52-year-old Florida man is facing burglary charges after being accused of breaking into a home with a horse. Uh, So he actually took the horse inside the house that he broke into. Yep, he did it. Florida man, Florida man. Having sex with a horse. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No, no, no. no. Uh, So homeowner Steve Ferguson said, I was very surprised. Uh, he uh, bought the home a year ago as an investment property. He had planned to remodel and rent it. This is going to be your room, Tornado. He said <laughs> the home has been burglarized before, so he put up a fence, posted no trespassing signs, and installed security cameras. No horses. He called the sheriff's office uh, on Thursday after he started getting alerts on his phone that showed video of a man on his property. <laughs> he then headed to the house himself, and upon arrival, he said, I saw the horse running up the street. And by that time, deputies had made contact with Lonnie Maddox. According to an arrest report, he actually approached the deputy responding to the burglary call and asked if he'd seen a horse. What are you doing here, Lonnie? Maddox reportedly told the deputy that the horse had gotten into the yard through a broken fence and he followed it. The document states <laughs> that he also uh, the also told deputies that he went into the house because he was interested in renting it and wanted to see what it looked like inside. And so Maddox said, uh, I said, or Ferguson said, I said, what are you doing in my house? And the guy said, well, my horse broke into your house, mister, and I had to get in here and get her. Man. And I said, okay. She broke into the gate and then the porch and then the house. Uh, Well, surveillance video shows the man Uh, (laughs) identified as Maddox walking around the property with the horse, entering a screen and porch with the animal and seemingly trying to get in through the front door. The affidavit says the door was padlocked and Maddox got into the house by breaking a back window. Ferguson said nothing was taken, but estimates the damage of the window still costs about $100 to repair. As for the horse, a sheriff's office (laughs) spokesperson said Maddox borrowed it. It wasn't even his own horse. No, you wouldn't take your own horse. It'd be stupid. Uh, the animal was found a short distance. I need a loaner horse. I'm looking at some real estate. Away. <laughs> and returned it to its owner. Maddox faces charges of burglary of a dwelling. Colorado police say a driver tried to replace, and there's a picture of it. It's great. A driver tried to replace a broken tail light with a bottle of red Gatorade. <laughs> Kind of just put it over the light? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, police stopped a driver Monday who placed a red-colored bottle drink where his car's <laughs> rear light should have been. 
I got to give him kudos for using red. I mean, you know. He was trying to follow the law. Yeah. He could have used, uh, what, lime? Authorities say the driver was on his way to get the taillight fixed when officers stopped him 38 miles north of Denver. Officials say that officers didn't ticket the driver who was seen repairing his car later that day. <laughs> Police say taillights prevent crashes, and while we, quote, appreciate the ingenuity of this taillight, it is not a permanent solution. Authorities say vehicles must have a red taillight that can be seen at least 100 feet away during the day. I always think about trains, planes, and automobiles. Do you think this vehicle is suitable for <laughs> <No>. road travel? <laughs> uh, at least this is a pretty wild, uh, true, you know, new, just straight-up news story, but it's got a, a, a bit of a gruesome side to it that fits in the bizarre file. At least 52 people have been killed in a prison riot in Brazil which saw rival gangs battle for five hours. Wow. Gang members from one prison block invaded another part of Altamaria Jail. Officials said that 16 of the dead were decapitated. Jesus. Oh, my God. The remainder suffered. Uh, the remainder suffocated after part of the prison was set on fire. Two of officers were taken hostage and have since been freed. Uh, the violence began around 7 o'clock local time and ended around noon. Uh, video reported to be from the prison carried by Brazilian media showed smoke billowing from at least one prison building while another clip appeared to show inmates walking around on the rooftops. The warden has admitted that uh, Shiv Knight was a mistake. Uh, the two rival gangs involved have not been named by authorities. The prison where Monday's violence broke out has a capacity of 200 but was occupied by some 300 prisoners at the time. Uh, the gang leaders involved in the attack were to be moved to federal prison uh, for isolation. That's have you ever wild. seen uh, the show Locked Up Abroad? Yeah, yeah, I've they 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 were they did something at this prison. A lot of these prisons are just basically like um, Escape from New York. Yeah. They basically throw you in, and that's it. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. All right, and then one last story. We're going to go back to eating food, which we had a segment okay. on a little while ago. A customer at a McDonald's in Indianapolis is looking for answers after finding that someone may have already helped themselves to a sa- to a sandwich. <gasps> uh, the customer, DJ, is a regular at uh, the McDonald's. He ordered a McChicken sandwich, fries, and a cookie, but suspects someone took a bite from the sandwich before he completed the sale. He found the evidence when he opened his order when he got to work. He said, I started my, uh, to warm up my chicken, uh, and I noticed several small bites, and I know that I didn't eat it. No one else was around. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the McDonald's and see if I can get that taken care of. A local law enforcement officer, he's, he's a cop, by the way, uh, said, I, I went to the McDonald's and talked to the supervisor. She offered me some free food I didn't care anything about. I just wanted to find out who the other person was. Who's and, the culprit? And they deal with that person in an appropriate way. Well, since this story has aired, uh, the sheriff's office looked into the investigation, and there's an update. They concluded the police officer forgot that he took a bite from the sandwich. <laughs> oh, man. The sheriff's office released a following statement saying, Last week, sheriff's office employee purchased a McChicken sandwich. The employee took a bite out of the sandwich upon starting his shift at the county jail, then placed it in the refrigerator in a break room. He returned nearly seven hours later, having forgotten that he had previously <laughs> bitten the sandwich. He wrongly concluded that a McDonald's restaurant employee had tampered with his food because he was a law enforcement officer. To that cashier I tased, I'm sorry. He he has since formally apologized. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but, good. But he forgot that he had <laughs> eaten some of it. And uh, but he made good on it. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. 
All right, so the event is coming up in September. It is the Philadelphia Burger Brawl with a new location. I think a uh, an incredibly uh, interesting and good new location. Most definitely, and we would like to welcome a friend of our program here. He is the creator of the Philadelphia Burger Brawl and the owner of Rouge on Rittenhouse Square. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Rob Wasserman. Yeah! Thanks, guys, for having me. He is here. Always good to see you, Rob. How you doing? Can you believe it's already another year? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's astonishing. And so, uh, so you guys are moving it to the Navy Yard. Yeah, we were lucky enough. The Navy Yard came to us and said, "Hey, we love your uh, what you do for the city, and we would love to have you." And it, you can't, you can't say no to something like that. You're, you're, you're like yards away from where the location was before. But the benefit exactly. now is, and listen, it was great. Yeah, you know, at Xfinity Live and the whole thing, but. You're going to be on that parade ground. We have, it's going to be a lot cooler, exactly, because <laughs> right. the parking lot tends to bake up, exactly. And uh, it's just a, it's a one. That's where we have the uh, the, the mud strut is there in that's that awesome. area, and it's just beautiful and sprawling. And I think it's a great improvement. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. I mean, like this year, if you can imagine, we're already looking at about fifty to sixty restaurants showing up for this event. Yeah, uh, we are brand new to this year. If you can imagine. Jim Bean is our now new presenter. Wow. Which is huge, So, which means we'll have a bourbon garden. A bourbon up. garden. A bourbon garden. Could wow. you imagine? I think this is like one of your dreams. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's going to be very exciting. And I just, I'm so excited to see that everybody's like joining in, especially you guys, and helping us out. So well, there's, there's a couple of elements. Be, uh, that The main thing here is that the Burger Brawl has a charity component to it that is just wonderful. Explain what that is. Yeah, if you can imagine, we've raised over the last like eight years, I think, $283,000 for the School District of Philadelphia. Wow. What we do is we buy computers for the elementary school kids for their classrooms. There's a lot of technology out there, a lot of uh, programming, but they actually need the hardware. And so we do this through the Philadelphia Burger Ball, and it's been a great success for us. I also like the fact that it's on a Sunday during football season, but the Eagles play that night. So you can go there and fill up on all your burgers and your bourbon if that's what you do. And then uh, be all set for the Eagles game that night. Uh, yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. Because this is the first year we're actually doing uh, this during the football season. But we decided, hey, let's figure out what the best date is. And so mm-hmm. this is an away game at 8 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. So if after eating 50 burgers and you can still stay awake, <laughs> it'll be a great thing to watch. No, it's yeah. perfect. You can get you basically have a the ultimate tailgate situation yeah. provided yeah. for you, yeah. A, B, uh, it, again, yes, it's 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 it has in years past been in the warmer months. You're starting to get a little break in September, which is cool. And you just bop right across the street there, and you're right at the stadium. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, Rob, there's there's a finite amount of tickets that you sell for this event, correct? Yes, absolutely. And so that's what I really love about this event is that it's not overcrowded. So if you buy a ticket, you're you're not going to be waiting in you know these yeah. gigantic lines to get these burgers. Like Some of these things yeah. can get away from the organizers. Not and, this. Yeah. And there, there is such a, an incredible – we done it. You know, how many years have we done it? And, you know, Casey, you and I have judged. I think we all have at one point or another. Uh, the amount of food that's there is astonishing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, when you have 60 restaurants and you're duking it out for the best burger and best taco and now cocktail competition, it's a lot of fun. And people are, you know, like, think about it. each one, each restaurant's bringing about a thousand pieces for somebody to try. Right. You know, they're, they're, you know <laughs> it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. From Village Whiskey, we actually have some great people here, M2O and Burger Fi. And. Mm-hmm. Listen, they all give their time. This is nothing that you know we couldn't do without all these different restaurants showing up and hanging out with us. Casey, what were you eating? You ate a couple burgers earlier. Uh, do you know well, what they were? I ate uh, one 
full burger, <laughs> but by two different restaurants. So I uh, had like a mushroom bacon burger from. I don't Who know brought what, that? Uh, I think that was from. That uh, it's either Burger Fi or M twenty. I think I was M twenty. Was that from M twenty? M two O. M two O. Sorry, that was from M two. And then I had a uh, this is a double cheeseburger from uh, Burger Fi. They were both really damn good. <laughs> By the way, when you tie, you, you guys tie. When you get your <laughs> yes, when you get your deals, they're they're, they're cut into pieces so you can go and sample i remember in like the first year when we were judging we'd get full burgers and we would be we our hearts seized up about oh. halfway through the competition <laughs> oh well, if you're gonna judge the, you you get you need just a bite exactly yeah. yeah well one of the craziest things one of the funniest things to watch here you know obviously after years you learn how to like pace yourself <laughs> yes yeah. but a lot of these people that come here they're so hungry and so excited they they don't pace, and then you start seeing people bend over halfway through <laughs> the, the event because they have the meat sweats now. Yeah, and, uh, just let it. You know, take that Zen approach, and it'll be the most gluttonously wonderful afternoon of your life. Well, take your time now, especially. Yeah. You know what? Because we have the Jim Bean, you know, uh, and Bourbon Garden now. I mean, which is going to be really exciting. <laughs> like you can slow it up, right? Go relax and have take a good a seat. time. Exactly. Yeah. But no, that's probably one of the funniest things is watching everybody like just bending over and. And, and and seizing up. Yeah. So, but you now there's an advanced ticket option right now, right? Yes, actually, because of your helps and so forth, we're doing a special. Tickets are normally forty five dollars for all the burgers you can eat and one cocktail or beer. And now uh, for till August second, I believe you have a thirty dollars special. So you go on to burgerbrawl.com, phillyburgerbrawl.com, and you put in ringside. R-I-N-G side. That's the yeah. promo code. Yeah. That's the promo code, and you get your ticket for $30. That's a hell of a break. That's so a lot huge. of people okay. buy these as gifts for, oh. like, birthdays and things I mean, for people is, who are... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this is actually, because we usually do it in June, being in September, everybody's back from vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, it's a fun weekend to be able to relax and bring everybody in. I love it. The day. I All love right. the changes. Oh, and actually, and this is going to be exciting, Marissa, Hip City Veg... And a couple other vegetarian options this year. Cool. Right. We know yeah. how big the, the 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 beef, the Impossible Burger, and the uh, Beyond, Beyond Burger options. They're, they're, they're huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So we're really excited that we can uh, add these guys into this. Uh, Something for everybody. Yeah. All right. Yep. So uh, once again, you can go to burgerbrawl.com and uh, use the code uh, Ringside and get that fifteen bucks off. And I have a pair of tickets that I can give away right now. Woo! Yeah, we'll take caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up. And a reminder, the Burger Fi is at uh, 44 North 12th Street in Philadelphia. And uh, M2O, you can find, they have locations in Queen Village and Wynwood. And we'll talk a little bit more about them in a bit. Yeah, and again, I just wanted to thank everybody that's helping us out, all the sponsors, WISFest, Cisco, PHL Airport, and Visit Philly, and obviously you guys. And again, Jim Beam for now being our presenter, which is huge. Yeah, and the whole Excellent. Beasley family is involved. Oh, Beasley, so everybody is. Yep, awesome. awesome. All right, thank you, Rob. Thank you, guys. Nice to Rob Wasserman, Yay! guys. Blue to the Burger Brawl. We are going to take ourselves a break. We'll have more of those tickets to give away later on through the course of the show. So get set for that. We will return in just a moment. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Just got a text that says, Aloha from Kauai, Preston. Ooh. Podcast you guys every day out here. That's from Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. It's 2.30 in the morning there, dude. 
<laughs> You're up all night, I guess. What's your status uh, as far as returning to sleep schedule? Because um, you had... W- I'm forcing myself to stay awake, and uh, I'm getting tired in the day, but, you know, uh, it, uh, I'm getting... We got back on, I think it was on Wednesday, so... Trying to reacclimate. Getting there, though. It's a long way. It's the only way to do it. Listen, if you're going to go visit some of these far-flung places, that's just the nature of it. Yep. Uh, But everyone everyone has their methodology, but uh, (laughs) you just kind of have to tough through it. You got to soldier through it. And I'm hoping I can hang on. You mind if I plug something real quick? Go ahead. Got to plug a gig. Yeah. Back in town. The band's heading back out on the road, man. (laughs) Fresh off their gigs in Hawaii. Yeah. (laughs) Saints playing once again. We're actually playing the Lehigh Valley. Wow. In Easton, PA. Which I don't think I've ever uh, visited, but uh, there's a club called One Center Square. And we're One playing there. One night only. This fr- One Center Square. This Friday. Saint. Yeah. Featuring Preston Elliott on drums. I don't know the other guys. I was trying to think of the... Uh, you know, we like play rock and roll party and stuff. Is that Warren? Yeah. Valley. I like to go to Delco, Montgomery <laughs> County. Yeah, we'll tell you about the last county we blew up. <laughs> <laughs> that Warren video. Uh, but anyhow, so, I, I, dude, I have no idea if, uh, if we're going to be able to draw out in... Uh, yeah, you will. ...in the Lehigh Valley, but I wanted to use the power of the microphone and say, this Friday, come and join us at One Center Square. Same. That's a bit of a haul, but you're... You know, listen, sometimes... A lot of times in those areas, they don't get a big city rock band out there. No, it's, it's no. near Allentown. No, it's, get, it's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, just want to plug that. So if you want to come out, if you're if you're a listener out in the in the Lehigh Valley, come and, and see. It should be fun. Should be you're rocking and rolling yeah, and whatnot. What I, I ran into <laughs> people from the Lehigh Valley when I was in Utah. I wish I could remember really? their name. Two different things. Like, uh, I was in the lobby of my hotel in Kanab, Utah. And I'm wearing the hat that I'm wearing now. And this guy walks up, and he's and the kid next to him is like, "Hey, I want to have gay sex." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's not beating around the bush. That's, uh... Did I already tell you this story? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said to his kid, "Hey, you know the guy's got a Phillies hat on." I'm like, "Hey, where you you know where are you from?" And they were from the Haddonfield area, and yeah. we're just talking a little bit more. And, you know, the, the wheels start turning, and he looks at me, and, and I knew it was coming. And I was like, yes, I'm Jim Gardner. No, um, he's like, are you on the radio? I'm like, yeah. So hi to those guys hi. that are from Jersey, and hi to the people from Lehigh Valley. It's, that, it's wild just, when you're way out of town, mm-hmm. and, and you run into somebody who has heard of the show or, you know, is from the area and has heard of the show. It's it's flattering. It's really, really neat. May I add a caveat to Please. that, which is that <laughs> yes. sometimes if you're out and and – I, I I'm not inclined to go, you know. Yes, I am it's because me. it could very well be. I just happen to look like a relative or something like right. that. So I, I don't want to be presumptuous, and yeah. I don't want to come off looking like a jerk. So don't, you know, by all means, say you know, come on over and say hi, or Please. if you think or, right. I, I would love to do that. But I, I just think it's it's kind of a douchey move to go. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes. You must feel really embarrassed right about <laughs> this. Now. Must be quite special for you meeting me. <laughs> Uh, all right, listen, we, we touched on this earlier, and I wanted to hold on because it's just... It was so good. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the Bachelorette. Apparently, uh, the finale continues tonight. Man, they are milking this thing. They always, they always do. And then after that, they're going to have at the After the Rose ceremony, oh so they're going to have all that stuff. But anyway, from what I understand, Preston, I have the breakdown. So okay. uh, she let Peter go last night, sent Peter home. And the two bachelors vying for her hand in marriage. Yeah, right. 
uh, Jed and Tyler. And Jed is a an up-and-coming musician whose most recent gig is he wrote a jingle that was purchased by a dog food company. Right. And there's Tyler, who are... Uh, not, correct me if I'm wrong, and if people want to correct me, but that's the information that I have. I don't watch it, but I love listening to the clips mm-hmm. because they're so, oh. they're so exactly what you expect them to be. Yeah. But this show holds... It's audience, and it, it just keeps going. Yeah. I, I I have to admit, the girl is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, what's her name again, Steve? Hannah B. Hannah B. Is, like, B is her, is that her middle name? So no. she goes by Hannah B, or is I B I think B is her, the first letter of her last name. Oh, Brown. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hannah Brown. Yeah, okay. her uh, Twitter handle is mm-hmm. Alabama Hannah. Okay. And uh, she's got uh, 350 plus thousand followers. Alabama Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> you know her. She's a good old girl. She's so cute. Uh, all right, you but play? you better watch out because this kid has a whip. She uh, well, and she she had sex in a windmill four times. Four times with the with guy. With seven men. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> we <laughs> were doing <laughs> whippets and all sorts of sphincter relaxing stuff. All right, let me let me play uh, this uh, the clip we played earlier, which is her sending Peter home, sending Peter home, who she says is the ultimate man. So one, it begs the question. Why is she sending Peter home? Yeah. Everything that our relationship has been has been perfect, and it has been so easy. <laughs> You're like the dream guy that... You will truly, like, always have like, a piece of my heart. What did he say? You'll truly have, have a piece of my piece heart. piece of my heart. You okay. always have uh, a piece of my face. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with the I'm going to cry. Uh, yeah. You will truly, like, always have like, a piece of my heart. They get they get the microphones that that pick up all this. Hang on, Steve. That pick up all the. Oh, when they when and when the they kiss, stuff. Preston. So so it's like here's when they. Oh my God, oh. Kathy's cringing. I, I, I hate listening to people make out. Yeah, and you can hear it right here as he as he starts to speak. You're like the dream guy. That... You will truly, like, always have like, a piece of my heart. Like, and, like, I truly mean that. And this, like, this sucks right now. And this hurts. I don't regret anything about it. I truly don't. I, I don't regret it. I hate this so much. It sucks. I, I just... I know that you were right for me, but I just can't face a world in which I Oh my God! Okay, I officially That's can't take it. That's my pancreas. <laughs> I mean, they're so the mic is so hot on them for oh. every bit of this because they're mm. n- none of them have any really effective mic technique. But mm-hmm. there they are. So she sends Peter home. Yep. And then and the other clip is her. She's unsure of her decision. Yeah. What's she gonna do? What's Hannah B gonna do? Is it gonna be Jed or Tyler? So I guess what I was watching last night, Steve, was the. So I guess she had already done this, sent him home, and this was bringing him back, and then sitting in front of the, of the the women's uh, Senate, right? Yeah. They, so they, they and they they browbeat the guys who um, right. Yeah. That was that's usually what happens. Yeah. They, I, although this was more about talking about how awesome he was. Okay. From what I saw, and she mentioned that they banged in a windmill four times. And you should have seen the faces on the ladies in the crowd. I always remember the hot Carl. (laughs) That saran wrap stayed so snug against your beautiful lips. (laughs) My God. All right, here's the other clip. Here we go. Tyler and Jed 
so many feelings are in each relationship. I know that I'm loved deeply by both men. I know that I will break someone's heart tomorrow. What? So stop and think about this. In in the course of an average life, how many times, how many people do you think have actually ever been to the point where they have two, it's 50-50 mm-hmm. on who they're going to marry or who they want to spend the rest of their lives with. 50-50. When I met my wife, yeah. I pretty much, hands down, that's her. That's yeah. the one. I was like, oh, dear God, I love you, but I also love her so much. <laughs> It's such a weird. It, it's uh, a it's a fraudulent scenario. dynamic, well, and, and it sets this bizarre anticipation for a lot of people who are members of the Bachelor Nation, Preston, mm-hmm. that this is the way an actual relationship should be. Yeah, I, I just don't know who's watching it and why. You know, is it actual well, married, junk food? Is it married people watching it because it's uh, romanticizes? <laughs> because I mean, we're all married and. Uh, I watched this. We've all this, been married. This Love Island this yeah. thing is horrible, but I've been watching it. I wanted to commit to one to watch it. All right, and and I'm there's there's also not a lot else on, and it's on every night, so you can just kind of jump in and jump out of it. Are you gonna miss uh, key plot points? Oh, you don't miss any key. You miss no <laughs> points at all. But they keep bringing in these, so they're on basically Hump Island. It's like Sex Island on a. Did I see a teaser for this the other day? There was a there was a guy. It was an African American guy who was standing on the beach, and he's he's got the exercise bands and he's doing <laughs> yeah, curls. Uh-huh, oh, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. it? Yeah. And yeah. the girls are all ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going on and on. Oh, they all it. work out and they do their you know their their tai chi and all that oh, stuff. These are you know it's the beautiful people. But they, no question. They started off with like moderately beautiful people. Okay, and then. They start introducing more attractive, and then they just keep coming, and they're setting up this dynamic. But even the guy, I think it's Ross, who used to be the intern on the the Leno show. Oh, really? Ross the intern? Yeah, I think he's the one doing the commentary. Oh. So it's actually pretty, he's actually pretty good. But the whole thing is, he's even he's complaining that they're not really battling. I assume that they thought they'd have some sort of... Really contentious crap going on, but mm-hmm. everyone's being very polite. And what's what's not to be polite about? They're all banging each other in yeah. this paradise. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm trying to figure out the dynamic, and I still haven't still haven't nailed it. Yeah, I um, just you know, it, it, to me, it's 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 fantasy. That, that, that's all it is. I, <laughs> I like it so much. I was. You know, at the at the bike ride on Sunday, you know, Lindsay and Alan got engaged and always really cute and it was romantic and, you know, and, and I was so happy to be there and I was, you know, a little choked up because it was just so sweet and all that. But then, you know, you, you get to the reality of it all. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing us together. <laughs> Well, yeah, Marri- Mar- marriage itself isn't all that romantic. You're you were getting choked up about what? I'm sorry, I was uh, reading just a text. The, you know, um, the young love budding, and you know, and, and 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 it's cute and all. But like, then I fast forward to dirty diapers, and did you take out the trash? And like, can you please? I never loved you. <laughs> Maybe not quite there. Uh, you have romantic moments in your in your marriage, but you know, I have- made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's the reality the is, deal. you know, like, and then, you know, fast forward to you walking past all the stuff that's on the steps and you're like, I'm not taking that upstairs. You could take that upstairs. You know, that that whole right. dynamic. Right. Why is there half a turkey sandwich on the counter <laughs> in a house with 10 cats? <laughs> Why? You'll always have a piece Why? of my heart. Uh, <laughs> you'll always drive me crazy with that. <laughs> 
Uh, somebody pointed out that she sounds like Olaf from Frozen. Oh. And I, and I think I know what part. Hang on a second. Everything that our relationship has been has been perfect, and it has been so easy. All things summer, and it's hot, and going outside. You know that part? Yes. Yes. He's a buzz. We're watching those tigers from the hot air balloon and eating caviar. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, I haven't, you know, I haven't watched one lick of this show. I've just seen these little moments where they sit down and, and start to, uh, you know, analyze each other and so on. So it's I, not real I haven't world. seen what little fantasies that they've sent them out on. Gabby, when we had that hamburger at Sonic, I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's pretty, it's compelling in its stupidity. Remember when I crap myself? <gasps> Every now and then, as as I am, you know, like I was, we were watching a set in Hawaii earlier, and and I'm, I, I'm, I I will find myself investing a few minutes into this. I'm like listening to what they say, and then and then the whole concept will hit me, and I'm like, what what am I doing? What yeah. is this? It's you got to be kidding me. What are we looking at? I've been looking for. I love you. Yeah, I've been looking for a relationship. None of them look for a relationship. No. I, I think actually there's there's there yeah. is one. There's an actual marriage. Believe it or not. That uh, Chris, what is this, Harrison, or what's mm. this? What's the host's name? Is yeah, that... Chris Harrison. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, but I mean, it, it's that, that's the anomaly for yeah. an, an actual long-term relationship to take place. So they're going to the absolute wrong place. Well, maybe these guys are just so handsome and uh, in shape and all that sort of stuff that they've been banging like crazy anyway. So kind of over that, and they and they want to settle down. You know what show killed me, which I really, I and I watched every second of it, was the one that Angela was in, Angela Perfetto. Oh, yeah. A match made in heaven. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, not the one where, the, oh, wait. And she made it a good long way. She yeah. made it to the final yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the final two? Wow. Yeah, was and she, then he didn't pick yeah. her. Whoa, she was final two? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that's not. The, what was the one where the you'd lady, be nuts not to pick Angela? Where the uh, the chick pooped up on the uh, on the. Oh no, that's, uh, that's right. That's with Flavor, uh, Flavor, of Flavor, of Flavor of Love. Yeah, she New York was her name, and she took a dump on the stairs. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that I want to watch. You took a full blown dump on the stairs. You took a piece of my heart. <laughs> Do you remember when we were in that hot air balloon and I got diarrhea? <laughs> I knew then I loved you. Oh, my God. When I threw up into your mouth and then I took a poop on that <laughs> luau table. That's real world. Who is from- Remember when we got lice? <laughs> Twice. Twice? Who is from Newark, Delaware? Is that uh, the, the gal who took a dump on the stairs? I think it's a text that just says she's from New- I think she was from around this area. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, remember Antoinette? Whatever happened to her? Antoinette was she one of the... She got married. Yeah. Married? Okay. Yeah, she she got married a couple of years ago. I saw her. She's friends with my brother. Um, so I saw her. My brother has a networking party every year for the Kentucky Derby, and she was there. She's real estate. She sells real estate, right? You know, I'm not... Some, something, because my brother's in real estate, so they somehow are connected. We have I the clip what, of her. I forgot what show she was on. Yeah, she She did. was on The Bad Bachelor. I don't like it. Was that like the Bachelor? It. Yeah. yeah. That was early on. It was like the second or third season, maybe. Yeah. Uh, from back in the day. I don't like it. <laughs> um, are you looking for that case? Because I, I, I have another direction I'm going to go in. It what? has to do with television shows, but it's completely... Well, let, let oh, it okay, I got it. I got it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> she said she was so tired and delirious. And they like, yeah. they wear you down. It's almost like prison tactics. Yeah, because that's the, what they're looking for. And she's the one that told us that that yeah. that's what they did, and that she's not a 
person who would typically cry on TV about some dude she just met, but that they really wore her down. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. 2 o'clock in the morning. like From from like midnight till 3 a.m. is when they get their best video. Mm. Somebody texts in and says and wants me to say that Matt Lesher from Delco watches The Bachelorette and doesn't want anyone to find out if he could put him on blast. That would be great. Wait, that was Matt Lesher from Delco? Yeah, Matt, Matt Lesher, Lesher from Delco. From yeah. Delco. That's awesome. Wow. Matt Lesher, Apparently, yeah. remember... When you told your idiotics that I watched The Bachelorette, I'll never forget it. He's a member of Bachelor awesome. Nation. I want to kiss you. <laughs> All right, listen, I saw this this morning in BuzzFeed. I thought this was pretty cool. It's it's uh, titled 21 Startling But Real TV Facts That Will Mess With Any Millennial's Head. Oh. And I was sold after reading the first one. Please. So uh, this is interesting. Today, and it's about shows from a few years back. Today, Will Smith is not only older than James Avery, who played Uncle Phil was when The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air first aired. He is also as old as James was when the series ended. Man. Wow. He is older than Uncle wow. Phil was at the beginning of the Will show. Will Smith. Yes. Oh, man. Isn't that God. wild? Oh, man. James, that's a melon twister. James was 44 when the show first aired in 1990 and 50 years old when the show aired in his final episode in 1996. Will is now 50 years old. Did you see that version, that, that trailer for the movie that he's in, Will Smith? Gemini where, Man? Yeah, where a, a, a younger, younger him of himself is yeah. sent out to kill him. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, here's another fact. While Tatiana Ali, she is now older than the original Aunt Viv, Janet oh, Hubert, God. was when she first played Tatiana's mother on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. And uh, by the way, while we were on vacation a couple of weeks ago, we ran back the Italian Fresh Prince of Bel-Air thing, right. and, we had, and I had listened to the segment, and I think this is the segment we might have played a thousand times that morning. You guys remember that at all from like nope. ten years ago? Oh, it's, nope. the, it's the theme song. It's of- the theme song. Oh. Here we go. Hey, questa la max storia di come la mia vita cambiata. Capalotta sotto sopra si è finita. Seduto su due piedi qui con te. Ti parlerò di Willy Superfico di Belair. Oh my god! I didn't hear Philadelphia in there anywhere. Uh, uh, it's coming up. Oh, yeah. woo! Giocando a basket con gli amici, sono cresciuto, me la sono spassata. Woo! Che fissa ogni minuto, le mie toste giornate filavano così. Tra me che tiro a canestra, un film di Spike Lee. It would, have been, it would have been there. Okay, But yeah. they didn't say it. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. In Sicily. Uh, all right, so I have a couple of other interesting facts. All okay. right. In less than a year, it'll be the 20th anniversary of both Even Stevens and Malcolm in the Middle, which officially makes him old school TV shows. I don't remember Even Stevens. Do you uh, guys remember was that? that? Wait, that, that was with Shia LaBeouf, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, this one will blow your mind. If the Golden Girls was made today, oh, Molly Ringwald would be old enough to play Blanche. What? <laughs> yeah, they, no. they were all pretty young, right? <laughs> Rue McClanahan was 51 years old in 1985 when the show debuted, which is the same age that Molly is today. And Jennifer Lewis would be old enough to play Sophia. <laughs> Estelle Getty was 62 years old when the show debuted, which is the same age that Jennifer Lewis is now. Estelle Getty was playing much older. She was playing like yeah. 80, right? Yep, yep, yep. They they oldified her yeah. a little bit for that. 
Uh, how about this? Reminiscing about your favorite episode of Full House today would be like someone reminiscing about their favorite episode of the Dick Van Dyke show in the early 90s. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's how far back that is. But it's funny because I think what happens is the repeats keep them contemporary. So you you still see the stuff all the time. Well, it's yeah. crazy because my repeeps. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, my repeats. <laughs> my Thanks re- for hanging with me. <laughs> We're all of like those 50s and 60s shows and, and some 70s shows as well. I uh, like I love me TV, Antenna mm-hmm. TV. You know, all uh, some of this stuff is just uh, it's timeless. Yeah. But I mean, it's true. All right. So how about this? Um, if Fuller House were to pay <laughs> homage to the Full House episode where the Beach Boys guest starred, then they could have No Doubt or Blink-182, and it would make sense time frame. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's, so that's at the chilling. time, though, the Beach Boys, it seemed ancient, you know? It did. You know it's what ridiculous. I mean, I mean we even back then. This. The Beach Boys guest starred on Full House in 1988, which was 20 years removed from 1968 when they were still the big rock band. While 20 years ago in 1999, both Blink-182 and No Doubt were big alt-rock bands. Yeah, man, that's effed up. 1999 was 20 years ago. It's I have a hard time. It still seems like the 90s were just a, like a couple of years I ago. I found a, a whole um, cache of photos in my house, and uh, they, I haven't seen them in years. And one of the sets of photos was uh, I put together this huge party at the Millennium, literally uh, December 31st. Uh, 1999, and uh, I'm looking at these as if they were yesterday. Yeah, the 80s seemed like forever ago to me, but the 1990s don't seem like they no, were that long they ago to well, me. I don't know why. I, yeah. I think it all because we refer, we're constantly referring to both contemporary and old pop culture at the same time, so it, it, it sort of lives on. Mm-hmm. I, I always, my mind is blown by hearing stuff like this because it, it's all sort of living contemporaneously. Okay, so uh, I'll try to explain this one. So, the show Freaks and Geeks yes. premiered in 1999, and it was set 19 years before during the 1980 to 81 school season. Okay, so keep oh. that in mind. If it was created today and set in the same number of years back, it would take place in 2000. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. I never would, watched it. So I did watch Freaks yet. and Geeks, and that's hmm. where you you had that was a Judd Apatow show, and you had a lot of the people that are now you know. Veterans of Shut Up. Yeah, all those guys came out of that whole deal. Uh, Cardellini, she was in that. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of people. Uh, James um, Franco. Franco, yeah. Sam Levine. Sam Levine was in it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep, absolutely. And uh, wait, who's uh, who's next? To- Busy Phillips is in it and Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Uh, here we go. If Happy Days were created today and set in the same number of years back, it would take place in 2000. <laughs> No. I always thought, oh, by the way, God. I always thought that, um, you know, I, I, growing up, at least, I think we have cooler music to remember. I'm sh- Like, I was never a big doo-wop fan. Oh, see, I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, my because my, my mom and dad were into it, and so I, I loved all that old stuff. Mm. Didn't uh, we have an Italian version of Happy Days as well, or is that Spanish version of Happy Days? I don't know. No. Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> Can you look and see? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't got, a rhetorical question. You got access to all yeah. that. Uh, that was the time when, we, yeah, we were going through all the yeah the TV shows that had uh, foreign versions and foreign theme songs because there was a day when there were theme songs. So t- who's who's dead from the Happy Days cast? Aaron Moran and Tom... Oh, my God. Aaron Tom Moran? Bosley. He's dead? Tom Bosley. Aaron Moran, Aaron Moran died. You remember that? Uh, mm-hmm. I forget these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have Happy Days in Spanish okay. or Italian. Do you have... Uh, 
Do you have it in Pig Latin? No, but I do have Blossom in like uh, Spanish. Or <laughs> yeah, that's right. Undey That was a Undey May. Undey May Uzete. Happy Heydays. Yeah, I try it. Thursday day, uh, right day no. fray. Oh, no, I'm saying the wrong. Right, right day fray. Right day fray. Yeah. Real rat rotten hut. Happy hey, hey days. Happy hey. Let's listen to Blossom. Oh, Wait, I no, no. Why, but I've always. I wasn't ready. Oh, that was, was Olaf. That? If you oh, want to. Why, but I've always loved the idea of summer and sun and yeah. everything's hot. And that's supposed that's to be Hannah B. The Bachelorette. <laughs> All right, here's another one while you're looking that stuff up. Uh, if, okay, so this year marks the 30th anniversary of Saved by the Bell. 30th. 30! Yeah. By the way, one of the great, uh, we talk about those Lifetime movies that are, uh, sort of biopics. That one's one of my favorites. So, Mark Paul Gossler is older today than Dennis Haskins was when he first started playing Mr. Belding. That's, that's where we're at. You know, I hear that name, it brings up a sore point, because I was a big fan of The Passage. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. One and season, and they canceled it. it, those rat pricks. That was a good show. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jaleel White from uh, Family Matters is now older than Reginald Vell Johnson <laughs> was when Family Matters first premiered. That was the dad on the show, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. He was mm-hmm. also in Die Hard. Yes, he was. Yep. Mm. I love the... Um... Que nos traerá el futuro, que puede adivinar. Si escuchas lo que digo, no te deprimirás. No debes preocuparte, arréglate y sal a pasear. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. This year, Jonathan Taylor Thomas will be as old as Tim Allen was when he first started on Home Improvement. Oh, I was just no. reading an article about him, about how, why he, um, he sort of walked away from Hollywood. Uh, it wasn't because he was too short and couldn't become a leading man. Yeah, that was that was part of it, but it was also he he just he just lost interest. Oh. Mm. Uh, do we all just like lose time or something like that? No, seems like it. Yeah, right. By the way, he is also older now than Richard Carn, who played Al. <laughs> oh my! God. When Home Improvement it's premiered, up. Mm-hmm. I just started watching uh, yesterday old episodes of Cheers because it's now on Netflix, and so I watched the first. Oh, it's been and, on, yeah. and yeah, and yeah. first and second episodes, and it just kind of blew me away that like Sam and Diane were like thirty eight years old because their their age came up. Actually, his age came up in the very first episode. Oh, and I just I'm like wow, because <laughs> even I look at him then. And if he's 38 in that episode, I'm older than him. He still looks older than me. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, he appears in Judge your Angel. mind yeah. Yeah. to be older than you uh, in that at that time frame. Yeah. Uh, here's another fact. Freshmen entering college this fall uh, have always lived in a world where SpongeBob SquarePants and Dora the Explorer <laughs> have always existed. Well, that's a pretty good world, that uh, is SpongeBob. Yep, and they're doing the uh, they're doing the Dora Explorer film live action movie. Were you uh, were your kids a fan of Dora the Explorer? Yeah, yeah, they were. It was at that time, yeah. and uh, they were pre K, and so it was it was a perfect. They actually, you learned the show taught quite a bit. Huh. It was yeah. it was well done. If you're not careful, you might learn something. You, right. Have you guys seen the uh, Dora all grown up? Uh, things on they they show up on like YouTube or whatever. I've watched Hi, it. My name is Dora. No, it's still like Dora's Explore me. <laughs> it's still her voice, but she's like. Like, don't you hate it when you show up to work hungover and your bass- oh, boss you, you asks men- you what's wrong? <laughs> you mentioned that, yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, most freshmen entering high school this year have always lived in a world where Grey's Anatomy has always existed. Oh, that's a horrible oh. world. 
And, uh, and freshmen in high school, um, probably, yeah, they they were born after September 11th, 2001. Like, that that's history yeah. for them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There wasn't a part of their... They weren't alive for yeah. it. Well, that's kind of like uh, that show Euphoria that sort of steps off on that. Um, the the chick who plays MJ uh, in Spider-Man. Oh, Zendaya? Zendaya. Yeah, her character was born like two or three days after that. Okay. And yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, there's never been a new episode of Friends in their lifetime either. Wow. <laughs> uh, speaking of Friends, Cole Sprouse. Who is Cole Sprouse? Oh, he was, is. Go ahead. I was, I'm sorry. He was the kid in Big Daddy, and he was uh, the, the son in uh, Ross's son. And he's on Riverdale. Oh. He plays Jughead. He's now older than Jennifer Anderson was when she first appeared on the show. And he's also dating uh, Reinhardt, Lily Reinhardt, who's in that new Jennifer Lopez uh, stripper movie where they hustle the Wall Street guys. Remind me who Lily Reinhardt is. I know that name. So she's from uh, Riverdale. She's uh, She plays Betty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and she's, she's stunning. She's stunning. Now, you got to see her in the trailer for this movie. Totally uh, They also have from... Uh, um, Crazy uh, Rich Asians, and from uh, Fresh Off the Boat, I forget uh, her name. What's her name? Is it Allison Wu, or am I just making that name? No, up? it sounds close. Uh, what is it? Constance Wu. Constance Wu. Constance Wu. So Constance they're all playing Constance strippers, Constance and they. Wu. Constance Wu. Constance Wu. Thank you. Constance Wu. You. What were we talking about? We were talking Pretty about way. how um, Cole Sprouse, who's dating um, oh. in a relationship with. Um, I believe her name is Lily Reinhardt. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think you're correct. Okay, I thought that was Zach and Cody. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, and one of them left showbiz, and the other one, I guess, is still in it. Okay. And then the last little fact I have on this is uh, this year marks the 20th anniversary of Corey and Topanga. Mm-hmm. Corey and Topanga. Yeah. Topanga just got married. Boy Meets World, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Danielle Fischel. Yes. Remember Ooh. she had like a... She had like a like a crazy bar dancing. Yeah, she was here. I Deal think she here. was at McFadden. She was at yeah. the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. and uh, made out with another girl and somebody that uh, they, weren't happy about. We it. got wind of it and we had her on the show and we asked her about it and she hung up on us. Yes, she did. So, so screw her. No, not screw her. Tomorrow or next month, Preston is the 25th anniversary of uh, Shawshank Redemption coming out in theaters. Wow. Yeah, 25 years. That's Tonight amazing. is uh, there's a there's an anniversary viewing of The Sixth Sense. Uh, yeah, that's 20 years? 20 years, I believe. I right? Was at, I was at that premiere in Philadelphia. I, you know, I had no... You at the premiere? I was at the premiere, yeah. Were yeah. you working yeah. in radio at the time? Yeah, I okay. was at uh, Y100. I did a lot of, like, movie screenings. You were Casey Knight. I was not Casey <laughs> Knight. But uh, I worked a lot... I, listen, I wasn't married, didn't have yeah. kids. Uh, my, my girlfriend at the time lived you far away. You could go to the movies. I went to the movies a lot. Um, but I was at that one, and... Was Knight there? Knight was there, no and, and he had told a story about um, when, you know, I don't want to say it was like the, the basis off of this movie, but he basically, when he was a kid, he says he saw a ghost. Yes, like he, he, he had, told us a story, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so at the screening, he was talking about how he's, you know, in his friend's like backyard, they were, you know, playing basketball, and he looked up and saw something yeah, in the window. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a screening tonight, Steve? Hey, well, he's going to, yeah, it's, 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 it's at the film center, I think it is. And uh, he is going to be there talking about it. And, and uh, you know, normally but nice to have him on. But uh, we don't know what the story is. Huh. But, yeah, it, it's, it, it's a big deal. It debuted August 6, 1999. Wow, man. I remember when that came out, what a big deal that was. It just yeah. blew up. Yeah. Put him right like, on the map. Yeah, gotta go see Well, he talked movie. about, like, if you remember, Donnie Wahlberg was in the very, very beginning yeah. of that movie, and yep. he had lobbied hard for that part because he was really trying to break into acting. Yeah. 
And he was great. I mean, he was only in the movie for a couple of minutes. Yep. He yep. was awesome. And I didn't know it was him until, like, days after I'd yeah. seen the movie. Somebody pointed out to me, that was him? And sure enough, yeah, he's gone on to do some really solid stuff. So, interesting. Steve, I'm sorry to report that uh, Lily Reinhardt and uh, Cole Hauser have broken. Not Cole Hauser. Cole uh, Sprouse. Have <laughs> they bro- broke up? They broke up, man. I Well, I, I just saw an I, Instagram I, I, pictures. I, I This can't be. It's breaking news, man. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I love you so much. And I can't have a life without you. <laughs> that break, break, Breaking news. When did this happen? Uh... This weekend? I mean, this is literally over the last few days, so... There was just, some, there was just Instagram pictures posted <laughs> of them together! Uh, she stepped out for the first time. Uh, Cole, Cole Sprouse hit the town without Lily. Oh. I know. They broke up, uh, yeah, last week. Well, she's she's pretty beautiful. Steve, will you feel better if we play you a song? Yeah, I think I'd like that. I mean, how can that not put a smile on your face? It's very nice. All right, well, anyhow, it's the TV wait. Facts. What? Hey. Preston, if, if you look up to the screen, Lily Reinhardt just posted something on Instagram. Yeah. Read what she wrote. She wrote, uh, a reliable source has confirmed that none of you know S. Oh. They are still together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse are still together. I'm a Riverdale freak, so I uh, yeah. He is uh, Luke Perry's in the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, right? I, I got oh, a little no bit. Kidding. I was so bummed out when I saw him on the screen. I like. Oh, How man, long is he on for? Not, not very long. He's yeah. Just you know, like uh, just a little bit, a little part. Um, but I was like, oh man, it sucks. Yeah, it would have been yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Wasn't cool it? For him. Was, was it? Uh, was it Brad Pitt or was it Leo? I think they it was both, Leo. They mainly both were freaking out. We're just like, oh my god. Yeah, I can't believe he's here. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. Because um, uh, well, he and Brad don't share any scene. That don't share the scene, but uh, Leo and and Luke do. Okay. Um, but I was like, oh man, I know. I forgot about. That. I know. Yeah. I know. It's sad. Um, okay, well, anyhow, just thought we'd share those uh, bits of information with you. Uh, I would also like to share some tickets with you. Philly Burger Brawl. We just spoke to uh, Rob Wasserman a little while ago, who's the creator of the whole Philly Burger Brawl. It's coming up Sunday, September 15th at the Navy Yard. And I'll take call number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Now, there's a special early bird ticket sale for just $30. There's normally it costs uh, 45 but this this only goes until Friday, but... If you go to uh, Burger, you can go to WMMR.com and the details are right there. In fact, I'm looking at the uh, uh, the link to it right there. So just go to WMMR and you can get the special cheaper price. And this is all going to charity, by the way. It is um, uh, programs, the proceeds benefit literacy programs uh, through technology uh, in underserved neighborhoods in the Philadelphia School District. So uh, 215-263-WMMR. We'll give away those tickets right now. And thank you again to uh, BurgerFi and M2O for bringing the burgers by oh, so this good. morning. Awesome. We will be back in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. Attention campers. With so many rock shows coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, MMR figures we'll just pitch our tent and stay the whole month. Nine killer rock concerts creates the opportunity for MMR's first rock residency. Hart and Joan Jett. Corn and Allison Chains. The Smashing Pumpkins. 
MMR's got complete concert coverage and lots of chances to win your way in. For a complete rundown on MMR's rock residency in August and a chance at exclusive prizes and backstage experiences, check WMMR.com. While we were away from, uh, for vacation, I should say, uh, I got a number of uh, shout-out requests. Oh, and yeah. And so I'd like to make good on those. I don't I don't get to them all. I do apologize from time to time just to remind people I do my best to get to them, and sometimes they get lost in the shuffle, but I do what I can. Uh, so let me read a couple of these. Uh, hey, Preston, my fiance uh, Samira's birthday is on August 3rd, and I'd like to send her a long-deserved shout-out. Isn't that the girl from The Ring? <clears throat> Samira? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. I never knew that. Uh, he said, I grew up listening to Preston Steve working, uh, for my dad, the, in the summer and I, or the summer that I introduced Samira to the podcast shortly after we met during our freshman year at Penn state. Oh. And ever since then, she and I have listened to just about every single podcast episode of the last year, five years. And I know you, I know how you are about getting an exact date with these. So regardless of when you actually get around to reading it, we'll hear it. Happy birthday, Samira. And that is from uh, Chris Howley. So a shark, please. <laughs> Thank you, Howley. That's what they call people in Hawaii that are oh really, oh, really? Yeah, that are non uh, non locals. Howley. That was like a shuby. Mm, a shuby, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's Samara. Samara's uh, in the ring. Yeah, oh, Samara. Okay. No, no, you got it right. And all right, hey, here's somebody who needs help. This is a the Salem County Humane Society, uh, and I got this from uh, Tammy Stella, who's on the fundraising committee. Uh, and she said, first off, I want to say thank you for doing what you do. I have a situation. I wanted to see if you guys could help me. I volunteer for a local animal shelter in Carney's Point, New Jersey, and we have a hard luck case with a dog that is in dire need of help. Uh, she was found on the side of the road. We named her Grace, Amazing Grace, Gracie. Uh, the shelter got involved, took her to the vet. Foster mom stepped in. Uh, the dog gets sick and is taken to the hospital. Uh, she came out of the hospital, and she's back in again, and the vet bills are going through the roof. And we've been pretty successful so far getting donations from Facebook. As a matter of fact, we're at almost seven grand, and we're trying to reach her story out further. And I was hoping that you guys would help us spread the word out and help us raise some more funds. Uh, so I'm doing that very thing right now. So if you can help, contact the Salem County Humane Society. Yeah. And that's uh, that's all that I have on that. So that's more of a butt plug, actually. It yeah. is. I want to give a little plug a For the dog lovers. <laughs> Uh, here's a text says, uh, morning or not a text. It's an email morning. Presbo, uh, <laughs> was hoping I could get a shout out to my, for my girlfriend's birthday this year. It's on the 16th of July. Yeah. Uh, but anytime you can get to it in the next year is fine. Ha ha. She's amazing. I appreciate everything she does for me. Her name is Alex. She's a big fan. And we listen every day. Love you guys. And that's from Joe Reeves, the ghillie suit guy from the Christmas miracle. <laughs> so here's a shark. There you go. We're knocking him off here. Uh, wanted to read. Here's another one. Want to reach out, uh, request a shout out uh, in the Borat voice, voice for my wife, <laughs> Montana, uh, for her birthday. Yeah, get my favorite Borat clip. No, my wife. Uh, her birthday is on July 26. She recently got back into you guys, and now at least once a day she will say, "Yeah, a cup." If ah. the, if the word cup or couple comes up, it I might love not. That. It might not make Nick laugh, <laughs> but it cracks us up constantly. Thanks for making work move by faster for the both of us every day. Ray John, and that's from Joe Elwell. So that's for his wife, Montana. Go ahead. Yeah, it's up. Yep. And end of the weekend, uh, travel to Capital City and watch the ladies while they make a toilet. By the way, uh, so the uh, 
I, I paid homage to a Nick clip while I was in Hawaii. Do you get? Did you guys see the video I sent? No, you probably didn't watch it, you bastards. I sent it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure I watched I, I it. I saw because you sent it to me separately. Yeah, but I was I was in and out of cell service when I think you said it the first time, and I didn't get it. So it was it's at sunset. We were at uh, um, Yokohama Bay. Yep. And the sun is setting, and the did you watch the whole thing? I'm pretty sure I did. I'm just, I'm very forgetful. All right, so anyhow, it, it pans across this beautiful sunset. All right, I did see that. Onto the beach. Well, did you see what I wrote on the sand? Yeah. No. Oh, well, that's that's the whole reason. I, I was watching it. Okay. Uh, it says Nana Puya on it. Yeah. Nana oh! Puya. So I had, I had written in the sand Nana, Nana Puya. Puya. So, uh, I, I don't have that. I thought I it's, it. you don't have that? No, I, he, oh, Steve has that. Steve's in Nanapu, Nanapu, yeah. It was the closest thing Nanapu, that, yeah. from the show that sounded kind of Hawaiian. <laughs> it so does. I put it there. I, people have asked me, and we play, I have no idea what I was saying. <laughs> Nanapu, yeah. You <laughs> were agreeing with something that somebody was saying. Like, you were, like, animated, and we were like, Nanapu, yeah. Nanapu, yeah. So, I'm, I'm try, it's almost like, no, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I guess so. Nanapuya. Uh, you threw a buh or poo in there. It sounds Hawaiian. Yeah. I'll, see if, I'll see if I can figure out where that was. All right. Uh, another shirt out. Uh, Nanapuya is one of my favorites because it, it, it definitely does have a fully Hawaiian sound to it. It's rare that the gibberish actually sounds like something legitimate. Actually, here's somebody uh, commenting on the Steve-isms that we did a little while back. This is from uh, Jill, and she wanted to point out one. She said, um, I was surprised nobody on the text message mentioned border collying. Yes. This is a fairly recent Steve-ism, but I've noticed it almost daily in the last few months. Before Steve's usage, I had never heard the term border collie as a verb, but in true Steve fashion, I knew exactly what he was describing. I, Thank like you. Steve, am often called out for my unusual turns of phrases and sounding some uh, and sounding someone born in the twenties, sounding like someone born in the twenties. And I appreciate his ability to use these ten dollars words, especially in conversation that might otherwise be considered uncouth. Uh, so thank you. There oh, you and go. parsimonious means cheap. <laughs> Cheap? Yes, you read that that word earlier, and I don't think we addressed it. So there we go. Marissa, do you have that clip? Where's Marissa? Oh, there she is. Where is she? You had, you had Someone's that, taken her. You had that clip that you mentioned the other day? Okay. Uh, None of, yeah. Somebody had sent in a question as to, or the fact that, that uh, Gary Lauer, the first time we ever spoke to him was on <laughs> one of the drunk days. Yeah. Oh. Marissa found it. Wow. Yeah, she found the clip. The absolute first time? The very first time that we spoke to Gary Lauer. And so she found it. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, here we go. And he's doing the right thing. You stay at home. Yeah, there you go. Stay at home. Let me go to uh, Gary. Drink alone. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Clean your gun. How you doing? Oh, God. Guys, know I'm a loyal listener. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to the Sammy Hagar show tomorrow. Beautiful. And I'm, I'm getting fired up with you guys today. I set my alarm clock for you. <laughs> I got a bottle of cheap tequila. Nice. A, a case of Schaefer. Listen how relaxed he said. I know. He was still working for the law firm at that time. <laughs> Beautiful. Eat a steak while you're doing that. Hey, uh, hey, 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 make sure you say that in English. Yeah, of course. Wow. All right, my friend. Take care, brother. Hey, listen, right. Can you do, can you just start give me a shout out to Uni out of Rocks for Gary? You did it. Oh, did you? I, yep. no, I can't, no, thank you guys. Enjoy the show tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> All right. He's already wow. started on the Schaefer. He's uni out of rocks. six yesterday. <laughs> wow, that was almost, that was like a normal phone call. Yeah. That was really weird. <clears throat> wow, that was. Yeah, yeah, shotgun Steve Morrison. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The quieter side of Gary Lauer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the time I'll sit here looking out the window. 
the various birds that pass by. Uh, Life is beautiful if you really stop and embrace it. This guy Ryan had tweeted <laughs> out. <laughs> this guy Ryan had tweeted out, I think I found the first Gary Lauer call. He's uh, right. Call in on Drunk Day 2006. Uh, right at the 24-minute mark, a familiar voice calls in saying that he took off for the day so he can drink with Kathy and Nick, and he then asked for a shout-out to Gary and Junietta Park. So there you go. We should chop up some of the Gary stuff with the Bachelorette stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just want you to say I love you. Just say, uh, can you give Junietta a shout-out? Yeah. 2006? Yeah. Wow. We were talking about days past. He's the same age Will Smith was in wow. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> 21 years ago. Is it? Was it? 13. No. 13. 13. 13. Oh, my God. I stopped to do the math. I'm like, what's that? That's 50 years ago. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. I have two more shard outs. Okay. Nana Puya. Um, Nana Puya. It says the, the, the subject matter says happy birthday, but love, sh- love face. Okay. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend and I are longtime listeners way back in the Y100 days. Friday, July 19th. So I got this stuff. After we left for vacation. Uh, is his 31st birthday, and I would love it if you could give him a shout-out. We've been together for almost 10 years. He's my best friend and one of the best humans I know. He's recently been transitioning careers and working his fanny off. Uh, I want him to know his fanny. <laughs> you can't use that kind of language on the radio. <laughs> I want him to know how proud of him I am and how much I and our dog uh, Dasha appreciate and love him. Thank you Ooh. so much. Uh, Preston, that is from uh, Kristen, a.k.a. Face. So here you go. Shard out. And then one more. All right. And then I have something else. I think. Okay. And it says, hey, Preston, my boyfriend's a huge fan and listen to show every day and podcast when you aren't live. His birthday is on Monday, July 22nd. We recently moved out on our own and are basically house poor. Mm. So I can't afford to buy him anything, but I know a shout out for his birthday would be better than anything that I could ever buy him. So please let me know if you can make this happen. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Warm regards. And that is from uh, Emily Romano. Ooh. Long lost sister. sister. Here's a shard out for her boyfriend. There you go. I wonder if she doesn't wear pants as well. <laughs> um, and it doesn't say his name on here anywhere. No, it doesn't. Okay. okay. So you know who you are. Uh, Nana, but yeah, yep. it looks like maybe it was created on Wednesday, August 15th, 2018. So this is the. Nana, but yeah. Uh, that was okay. the clip. And, and now I, the creation clip of Nana Puya. We may be able to go back in time here. I may be able to undo this. You're right, Casey. When was the first time Nana Puya was heard on your airwaves? Yeah, unfortunately, I do not uh, have the ability to uh, go back and unedit these things. So uh, Marissa may be able to. Less chatter, more platter. Marissa's got her finger up. Marissa's yeah. got her finger up. She wants to talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marissa. Every once in a while, we have listeners who are so awesome and will send us clips. Like, they'll catch it. They will miss it. Um, but, guys, if you ever do that, send the whole clip so that five years from now oh. when we go back to play it, we'll yeah. know where the whole thing okay. came from. Here's a pretty good um, uh, theory on, though. Somebody saying that maybe he was trying to say, no, no, but yeah. No, no, but yeah. I think yeah. that makes sense. Right, yeah. No, no, but yeah. yeah. No, 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 but yeah. yeah. But it came out, no, no, but yeah. No, no, but yeah. No, no, but yeah. No, no, but yeah. Hold on, one, two, three. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me try to chime in. Enjoy. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh my God! Well, you guys are all way off. See, because I have a delay on this touchscreen here. All right, one, two, three. That was pretty good. All right, one more time. One, two, 
three. Not not yeah. Not yeah. Oh, you're jumping in a little bit. One more time. One, two, three. Not up yeah. Not up Listen, I know we uh, we were on vacation and it was a Saturday, but uh, everybody but Casey and Kathy forgot my birthday too. So, oh. happy birthday to me <laughs> while we were gone. It was uh, it was July twentieth, and it was the oh. uh, yeah. I the, totally forgot and also didn't know. Uh, no, well, you knew, but you forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Wait, I have somebody it was the fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing. Somebody wanted me to mention, okay, uh, it is uh, Ashley, who has cut my hair before, Ooh. has the same birthday as Nick, and wanted me to wish oh. a happy birthday to Nick Nappenberger. Nick Nappenberger. Oh. Yeah. So Thanks, Casey. <laughs> Today is Nick Nappenberger's birthday. <laughs> Could you please play the origin sounds from Nana Puya? Thank you, Casey. As I sit here decomposing in my home while my wife refuses medical attention for me, she asks, can you play tie a yellow ribbon? Hey, so you were on vacation. You were um, you were away on your birthday. Did you do anything special for it? Lone Pine, California, which is a uh, little town uh, near Alabama Hills and went out to a Mexican restaurant. I went to a lot of Mexican restaurants when I was in California. Yeah. Uh, but it, you must have been crapping all over the parks. Uh, I did crap in a park. <laughs> Um, we, I, I think we mentioned this right before vacation, but we, we took the trowel out and we were in uh, Kings Canyon National Park and we were camping, doing some overnight hiking and, uh, there's no bathrooms there. So you gotta, you gotta poop in a hole. You know what? My wife, while we were on vacation, she was so excited because whenever we go on vacation, I didn't know this, she gets constipated. Dude, oh, okay. So I know somebody that, I, and, and I don't want to. not s- this time she was able to poop freely and she was such a happy person. I wonder, you know someone who's the same way? And I don't want to say who it is because I kind of think it's embarrassing enough for me to like, uh, say it on the air, but like I was with this person and they hadn't gone stinkies in like five days. Do you think the plane has anything to do with it? The pressurization and the Plane. No, because oh, I know I no somebody idea. who has the exact same problem, and uh, it's not always when they fly. You think the it, pressure sort just, of seals up your butthole? I, I, you know, what? I think it's when you're away from home, you're staying in a hotel, and how you're eating. It's got to be has something to do with the food. Maybe because you do eat a little different, you right? Know, you're most not cooking. Do. You're not in your house. You're, yeah. you're eating out more often. Yeah. But do you think there's enough people that this... I don't know. Have you, have you heard it enough times that there's merit I mean, to th- it, maybe, this, that, that it happens? My friend, it happens every single time. Travel yeah, and, constipation? And, yep. to, and to Rochelle as well. Mm-hmm. So um, she was, like, uh, crapping like a champ. Uh, yeah, she Sorry. was... Uh, everything was, was moving perfectly. And she was she going was, cock-a-pee-pee-poo-poo. And, and she wasn't, like, you know, she didn't have, like, you know uncontrollable diarrhea or anything like that. But, but even, like, taking, like, a laxative doesn't help? Because I know for this sure. person that I'm talking about, they they were taking laxatives and, and just nothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a... Uh, it might be psychosomatic somehow or another that you've just been... You, your, your body convinces you, your mind convinces your body not to poop. Any I don't know. schedule shift can cause issues like that for, hey, for people. Here we go. There's an article that was just put up on our monitors, Vacation Constipation. Vacation Constipation. Vacation I can't take a dump. Is real, it says. Here's how to keep it from ruining your next trip. So what do they say? A GI doctor explains why so many people get so backed up away from home. Can you, uh, um, we're just going to have to read this live on the air. If you'll scroll that up, that'd be great. (laughs) Is a woman doing push-ups? Yeah. Oh, Um, okay. Uh, oh, and there's a pop-up ad and all these wonderful things. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, subscribe to Beaver trip. Magazine. Um, 
Collapse that ad or, yeah, hit no thanks. Think. There you go. All right. It says, what's going on? It's called vacation constipation, a.k.a. travel constipation. And experts say it's super common even if you're the type who never has trouble pooping. So why does this strike you when you travel? A lot of times it's just the change in routine. There we go. Coupled with the extra stress of traveling, says gastroenterologist uh, V.J. Rayo, M.D., assistant professor of medicine at the University of Chicago School of Medicine. Vacation constipation can start while you're in transit. Taking a long road trip or plane ride often means limited access to bathrooms, especially the clean and comfortable variety. Once you're settled into your room, it's still not quite... <laughs> it's still not quite home, so your bowels might be feeling shy. So it's like, uh, you know, the pee, sh- uh, pee shyness, I guess. Yes! Dietary changes are also a major factor, Kathy. Uh, since you're probably eating different foods than you do at home. Like a lot of Mexican. Sleep hmm. disruptions, especially if you changed time zones or ended up on a lumpy pull-out right. sofa, can also impact your ability to poop regularly, as research has found an association between sleep disturbances and bowel symptoms. Huh. Uh, and then one more says, while vacation constipation isn't the worst thing that can happen to you while you're away from home, it's not exactly fun. Luckily, there are ways to prevent it or get your bowels moving again Uh, if it uh, doesn't strike. And then there's a three-part plan. I'm just going to read the headlines of this. It says, before your trip, consider probiotics. In transit, get out of your seat often. And at your destination, move, eat, and drink lots of water. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Hang on. Let me go to Brittany. Hey, Brittany, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Are you a doctor? No, I uh, worked for a doctor at a weight loss uh, clinic. And one of my patients there claimed that every time she traveled for work, she couldn't go to the bathroom until she came home and had Wawa coffee. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. And so yeah. it was it was just going to work that she couldn't do it? No, no, no. She would travel for work out oh, of the country. she would travel. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And she, no matter where she went, even if it was in the States, if she didn't have Wawa coffee, she couldn't go to the bathroom. Interesting. Well, co- yeah. coffee is sort of a natural laxative, isn't it? I've always yeah, heard but, it gets things moving. Yeah. But hers had to it be can. brand specific? Yep. Okay. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Which means I sometimes can't control my sphincter. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Brittany. <laughs> All right. Which I guess that means that could be psychosomatic, too. It's got to be that particular brand. Which means I sometimes can't control my sphincter. Sometimes I have to wear a diaper when I sometimes go to Sometimes I poop my pants, so I have to wear a diaper to school. <laughs> I just made an egg in my pants. Oh, man. See, yeah. I'm always worried that, you know, like I, I was hiking and stuff like that. I'm like, man, if I have to go poop while I'm in the middle of this stupid national park. You never have a problem not pooping. Exa- well, that's the problem, yeah. right? I never have a problem pooping. <laughs> yeah. That's him in the, yeah, yeah. In the canyon telling <laughs> everyone. All right, I'm going to join in on the poop conversation uh, for once. Kathy! The house that we rent in Montauk for vacation has heated water in its toilets. Oh, why? I have no idea. So you can make pasta. So uncomfortable (laughs) going to the bathroom. Where were we with this happened recently? Weren't we someplace as a group where where there was heated water in a toilet? Was it it in London? Did it have a bidet attachment, Kathy? Uh, no, it didn't. And it's only uh, it's only the two downstairs toilets. The two upstairs toilets are not heated. We stayed at the Ritz Carlton in Waikiki. Uh, Our toilet, Steve. You would have taken home with you. Yeah. yeah. It not only had a bidet, oh, which yeah. which uh, oscillated or pulsed, and mm-hmm. you could control the. Um, I love it. Uh, the strength at which the the pressure at which the the water came out. It also had a heated toilet seat, mm-hmm. 
and it had a dryer on it too. Yeah, <laughs> to, cl- to dry out your butthole. Blow, it would oh, blow yeah. dry your ass. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, Kathy, how got five stars from Hope Solo's butthole. So <laughs> I, so I took it out. I couldn't figure out how to work it until like the last couple of days. So I took it out for a spin, and you're used to it now because you have your own bidet at home. Yeah, yeah. But when it first hit my sphincter, it's like oop. You know, I mean, it's, it, it freaked me out a little bit. It, it is. So I'm using I'm using its regular toilet water temperature. So it it can be a, a little oh a little jarring Whoa. initially if it's if it's cooler. But it, it never even in the winter or it doesn't. It's never cold. But I I honestly find it, I feel a lot cleaner post business. But this had the uh, it had the, like I said oscillating, so it would mm-hmm. move. It would move around in circles. Oh, yeah. Really or got you pulsing. And you would hear it going... Dip, 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 like that. And it would not only oscillate and pulse, but it could move up and down the crack <laughs> as well. You could. It had all these controls. See, I my, actually told my wife, I'm like, we need to get one of these. It's probably a $5,000 toilet. But. Yeah. They are. Because actually I was pricing them out, and that's when I went with the $110 attachment on Amazon. Right. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that... Um, so it, mine won't pulse up and down. I can increase the strength, but I just simply jockey back yeah, and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kat, how did you find out that the water was heated? Because when you sit down, your ass is burning. You, you actually feel oh, the, the toilet, feel the toilet if, seat. If the lid is down, yeah. when you lift it up, there's like condensation on the oh. on the lid. Yeah. So you can steam your vagina while you're there. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry, I remember where it was for us, and I don't know if any of you guys else noticed it, but it was the condos for Cardboard Classic outside of Jack Frost. Did anybody else have a heated toilet there? No. No. Oh, I don't remember It that. was absolutely you warm. You just have a hot ass. No, no, no. When we when you sat down on the toilet at those condos in Jack Frost, it was right by, because we had those big rooms with the giant hot tubs, right. which yeah, was really yeah. nice. It was a heated toilet, I swear to God. Really? I, mean, there, yeah. I, could, I guess I could understand, like, maybe that has something to do with the pipes freezing or whatever, but uh, why yeah. in the dead of well, summer? I know why. If you want to make steak, it was on your toilet. Right. Heated water or heated seat? Heated water. Oh, wow. Which was the odd thing. I never noticed that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, next year when we do Carver Classic, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Stick your butt Why? In why would the water have to be heated? Because of, oh, not unless you are, um, again, unless you're making spaghetti in oh, the toilet. For tea. For, yeah. That right, oh, yeah. yeah. Tea. And listen, it's, we rent the same house every Don't year. Don't raise the lid. It's <laughs> steeping. It's, so it's like this every year. It's intentional. Okay. For mm. whatever reason. It's not a novelty. Right. Do you guys spread your butt cheeks before you sit down? Oh, <laughs> Just in general or on the toilet? Uh, (laughs) On the toilet, specifically. Uh, No. 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 Yeah, me. You? No, no, no. me either. No. I I don't need to. They kind of do it on their own, I guess. There is a point in the yoga class where they tell you to move uh, move the flesh from uh, your bottom. Push it out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's basically spread your butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move the flesh from out your bottom. Now, Yolan will come up from behind you. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Uh, I'm going to go to Bill. Nana Puya. Nana Puya. Bill, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, man? No, I just heard you guys talking about the changing habits for, you know, vacationing. And uh, I've had to throw a comment out there of my experience. I went on a, uh, well, you called it an extended vacation. It was uh, it was actually a mandatory vacation. Okay, the, 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 the state decided you should go on this vacation. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. Okay. So for, uh, <laughs> well, the first leg of the journey, you know, I spent two weeks over at the uh, county jail. All right. And then um, after that, I got shipped over to uh, Greaterford for the oh, first month. Wow. And you were my neighbor. Yeah. In that time, I did not I did not do a number two. You didn't have a bowel movement for how long? 
30 days. Whoa. Is that oh, even is that genetically? It is. Is my, it? Yeah, my sister was having, when she was going through this diverticulitis, it was easily 15 days or something like so, that. So, I, yeah. okay. Don't you get poison? It doesn't. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. If you've uh, ever seen the facilities, you'll understand why. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you, uh, did you have, uh, Bill, did you have one of those uh, toilet sink uh, deals that they have in all the prisons? Where um, it's, well, it's, the, the sink is attached, it's basically yeah. the back of the toilet? Montgomery County uh, Jail has one, and all the newer ones upstate have them. But Greaterford is old. I mean, Greaterford is one step ab- above a dungeon. Okay. So they actually had old porcelain uh, toilet and sink. They were separated. Okay. But I don't think they've been you know, maintained or cleaned in at least uh, 10 or 15 years. With so. that separate sink and toilet arrangement, you had no room to put out your yoga mat. <laughs> Uh, no, well, <laughs> there's also no separation. Yeah. You know, in, in your cell, you've got this thing hanging on the wall by the door. Right. And uh, especially when you're being classified or your first uh, induction at Graterford, you're in a cell with some other guy for about, I don't know, 20 hours a day. So, so it, it really takes not it, the most opportune time. You know? If you're poop shy or any issue with that, that's you got to get over you got to get over that. Yeah. I mean, how how good at at a certain point you just have to go. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. Once I got more established, you know, when I got to uh, the facility that I spent the rest of my uh, sentence at, and got more kind of dug in, you know, it, it became obviously more regular, but it was still a lot less. Okay. Probably about two a week. I wonder if Cosby's dealing with this. Mm. Uh, I haven't pooped in six months. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Bill. <laughs> He might be. I don't know. Just waiting for one little pudding pop to come out. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. That guy's name was Bill, by the way. <laughs> it was. Yeah, he's just he's doing an impression. <laughs> All right. I got to come up with a different voice or else Preston Steve will know. <laughs> yeah, my name is Bill. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need to wrap this up yeah. because uh, Bill doesn't like us. Bill Weston doesn't like us to go on about uh, excretory functions. <laughs> uh, so why don't we talk about uh, burgers? Burgers. Philly Burger Brawl. Yeah. I got another pair of tickets. I'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Call right now and let's set you up with that. It's going to be on September 15th. All right, now I'll give you some of the details. We do have to break. I'll come back and give you some more of that information. And about Tattoos Day today, your chance to end up uh, pay- possibly with an ink master tattooing you. Amazing. And we are talking about James Vaughn. Doing that, so text word uh, tattoo to three nine three three three. You have to be available to come in next week uh, to participate in that. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Marissa Magnata Wednesday from five to seven for the Sips Happy Hour at Dilworth Park. Enjoy six dollar effing vodka cocktails, five dollar wine, four dollar beer, and half priced appetizers. Every Wednesday from 5 to 7 through August 28th. Every sip has a story. Find out more at ccdsips.com. Track down the MM Army to win tickets as MMR rocks Papa Roach with Asking Alexandria and Bad Wolves on August 7th at the Met Philly. Some tickets remain via Ticketmaster.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. I think I cracked my pants. <laughs> Very nice. 
Uh, I wanted to mention uh, the Burger Brawl uh, coming up on September 15th. Our buddy Rob brought in uh, burgers with our friends BurgerFi and M2O who are participating this year. Uh, there's a special promo code that you can use. It'll save you 15 bucks, And you can go to BurgerBrawl.com and use the promo code RINGSIDE. And you'll get it for $30 instead of the normal 45 And that's good till, um, when is it good till? The oh, the second. Second, yeah. I believe, yeah. Yep. So uh, make sure that you do that. And uh, also thanks uh, to Sean, uh, the GM of uh, Burger 5 Philadelphia. And they use uh, top 1% of certified American black Angus beef. Never exposed to steroids, antibiotics, uh, growth hormones, chemicals, or additives ever. And they also have... A variety of vegan and vegetarian options, Veggie Burger, crispy quinoa and fresh cut veggie burger, the Beyond Burger as well, 100% yeah. plant-based burger. Early bird tickets are on sale now to get those at uh, BurgerBrawl.com. So thank you, uh, BurgerFi and M2O. Uh, we're going to do another run of the Bizarre File. Let's get to it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. The B-File this morning is brought to you by Window Nation. Window Nation is making their summer sizzling sales event better. Buy one window, get one free, plus no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Here's a bit of a follow-up story. A man whose dead body was found at a supermarket in January in Iowa has been identified as an employee who disappeared 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Yeah, authorities said that they found this guy's body behind the walk-in cooler. It must have like a skeleton at that so, point. It, it was. So authorities said that they'd identified the man as Larry Eli Moncada, uh, uh, who was 25 years old in November 2009 when he was reported missing. The Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation identified him using DNA collected from his biological parents. What about his name tag? An autopsy showed no signs of trauma and the death has been ruled accidental. Jeez. The decomposing body was discovered the morning of January 24th as contractors were removing the former no-frills supermarket. Uh, police at the time said the body appeared to have been there for years. The grocery store has been closed for about three years. Police say that uh, Moncada's parents reported him missing November 28, 2009, when he became upset and ran out of their home. He was 25 years old at the time and was employed at No Frills Supermarket at the time of his disappearance. Uh, according to um, an officer, they said it was a snowstorm at the time. He left with no shoes, no socks, no key. No, no service. No keys, no car. Uh, Moncada was not scheduled to work at the time that he would have entered the supermarket. And management said that it was not uncommon for employees to enter and exit the store when they weren't. Uh, on their shifts. Police said the former employees uh, said that it was common for workers to be in the space on top of the coolers, which was used for storage. Investigators believe that he went into the store after leaving his home, climbed up on top of the coolers, where he fell into a gap measuring about 18 inches between the back of the cooler and the wall and became trapped. Oh, wow. So they said... It's about a 12-foot fall, oh and the noise God. of the freezer units also could have made it difficult to hear any cries for help. So the dude got wedged or stuck back in there and starved or whatever. What a died. horrible way to die. So three yep. years there, but he had he was missing for another seven years, which meant he was probably back there. No, he was missing for seven, and then it was empty for three, and then they found him when they were getting ready to tear the place apart. So he probably was, obviously, we assume, for a full ten years back there, right? Yeah, exactly. So how do you not smell a decomposing body? Don't know. 
maybe the, maybe maybe it was actually kept cold by the freezer unit. You would think at uh, at at some point in ten years, someone would look behind to maybe clean or you did know. you know there's a dead body back there? Yeah, so. Uh, contractors found him while uh, tearing apart wow. the freezer units. That's amazing. Horrible, probably, horrible way to go. Probably a dead body, uh, dead body in uh, in Chuck's shore house in that one room that he's <laughs> never gone into. Is that the belief? There's a there's dead a, body in there. I, you know, we should do that Dude. as a topic sometime. Is there is there a part of your house that you've never even looked into? Yeah, you've been there for years and years. Chuck has a shore house, and he's got this little shrunken, almost. Like uh, being John Malkovich hallway really? that leads to a door that he's never opened. He's never been what? into. It's yeah. this tiny little door. Yeah, Come I play with us, Chuck. Marissa? Come play with us. I went in. Oh, no. Oh, you did? did. Oh, my God. I You're s- the perfect size I, for it. Exactly. Yeah. I stopped by Chuck's house, and I had to, like, climb on a water spe- a water heater and then yep. something else and, like, crouch down. But on the other side of the door, it's regular size. <laughs> so it was, like, eight Wait, feet tall. Wait, I'm so confused. I need it's a weird. picture of this. You'd ha- it's hard yeah. to explain. Let me ask you what? something. Is there a wonderful chocolate factory yeah, with yeah. all yeah. sorts right. of <laughs> incredible confections and Oompa Loompas? You have to oh, unlock man. the door by yeah. going... <laughs> Wait, 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 what's on the other side of the door? It, it was Just like a, a, another house. a hallway space, and it backs up to a window. So they added on to the original house. And just had this little dead space that they never did anything with. Chuck is the dreamer of the dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe his kids hadn't gone in there. Yeah, no kidding. I was yeah. disappointed. That's the first thing I would have done if I was a kid. Yeah. Now, I told you guys that like that there was a one room in my house growing up that uh, it was a little Devil bit... Devil worshiper. It, the, yeah. A little bit scary. Yes. I was back at the house a couple of months ago. Uh, the new owners were there, and they did a whole bunch of stuff. And, and I walked through the house, and I had... I was in that back room, that scary room, and they had shut the door. I had never seen that side of the door because I was I was always too scared to be in that room with the door Still shut. Still mortified you. And I had, ne- for, for 30 years, I'd That's never wild. seen that other side of that door. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It can impact you greatly. Is there anything freaky? Well, I, there were stickers all over it. I was like... It said sea mussels. It said sea mussels on it. That's a callback from yesterday. All right. uh, Here's another story. And this is a a heavy news story that's uh, unfolding in Canada. But it's pretty weird. The threat of a polar bear attack has become a reality for a huge Canadian police and military contingent searching for the teenage duo suspected of shooting dead Australian tourist Lucas Fowler and his U.S. girlfriend and university botanist. This is a a crazy story. Yeah. So the manhunt for Cam McLeod and Briar uh, Schmigelski, who were only 19 and 18 years old, uh, continued on Saturday with the addition of a Royal Canadian Air Force CC-130H Hercules, which is a big, you know, cargo yes. plane, uh, and personnel searching for searching the unforgiving wilderness near Gillam, a remote area in northern Manitoba. Uh, the RCMP distributed a photo on Saturday of a polar bear encountered by searchers. Uh, McLeod and Schmigelski have been on the run since the bodies of Fowler and his girlfriend, uh, China Dees, were found dead on the side of the highway on July 14th. Locals around Gillum predicted that teenagers would face extreme challenges. Polar bear and black bears, wolves, irritating black flies and mosquitoes, dense scrub and swamps. 
if they did, as suspected by the RICMP, enter the bushland on Monday night after setting fire to their stolen uh, RAV4. And they're saying, President, that these black flies are bloodsuckers. Yeah. And so, they swarm you. So these guys are going in severe wilderness, and they're looking for them. The nearby town of Churchill is on a polar bear, bear migration route. Yay. The Canadian government, uh, desperate to catch the fugitives, <laughs> immediately approved the request for military support. So we'll have to see These guys might be gone at this point. Yeah. All right, and then one last story, and we will wrap up. Two men became trapped in a shipping container full of cocaine in the port of Antwerp on Wednesday, the hottest day ever recorded in Belgium. As the heat rose, they made a desperate call to police on the emergency line. It took officers two hours to find the container in the huge port, uh, Western Europe's main gateway for smuggled drugs. Guns drawn, police opened the door, and the exhausted pair stripped to the waist gratefully gave themselves up. They were going to die in there. We're cocaine smugglers. <laughs> a, uh, a social media video of the arrest shows uh, port employees pouring water on the suspects to cool them as afternoon temperatures skirted about a hun- over 100 degrees. Uh, and according to a statement, the men had entered the container to remove drugs. The pair uh, appeared in court Thursday and were remanded in custody. So it was so bad they had to call police to come and get them. Could have easily died. Yep. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file at the moment. Let's give away another pair of Burger Brawl tickets. In fact, it's the last pair that I have. And we'll take call number 20 at 215-263-WNMR. Uh, you can head to the Burger Brawl on the 15th of September. And uh, don't forget that uh, M2O will be there along with uh, basically 60 burger restaurants. It's amazing. And uh, M2O is shorthand for made-to-order. Offers a unique opportunity to design your own burger, whether you want a bare-bones burger or a burger with the works. M2O allows you to customize your burger any way you like. Uh, and don't forget that early tickets are on sale now for the Philly Burger Brawl at BurgerBrawl.com. Call number 20-215-263-WNMR. Going to take care of you. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. If you want... A Preston and Steve tattoo you have to try and enter to win, and it's easy to do. You just got to text the word tattoo to 39333. And a special day today, we're going to give away two Preston and Steve tattoos. One of them is a $350 gift certificate to world famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo, uh, South 4th Street in South Philly. You go there, you get the Preston and Steve tattoo done at the shop. Or you could be chosen to be here in our studio next Tuesday. As we have a gentleman by the name of James Vaughn. He is from Ink Masters Season 1 and 7. That's very cool. And he will actually give you a tattoo. His specialty is Japanese-style tattoos. I'm looking at his work right now. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, And he's going to be in town for the 10th Annual Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash, August 9th through the 11th at the Wildwoods Convention Center. And uh, there are going to be 400 of the world's best tattoo artists there. For information, you can visit villainarts.com. Get all the details. So uh, just a few minutes left on that. So text the word tattoo to 39333. We're going to do today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a $50 Rita's gift card. Uh, The question we're going to go with today, in the futuristic sci-fi Netflix movie, I Am Mother, they cracked an egg and did what? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. In the futuristic sci-fi next 
Netflix movie, I Am Mother. They cracked an egg and did what? If you know the answer, you should call right now, 215-263-WMMR. You just might win. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling it. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, what are the stories you have for us today, Mr. Morrison? Well, Bachelorette host Chris Harrison announcing he will not be able to attend the wedding of Bachelor couple Ashley Iconetti and Jared Haven. Harrison says he did everything he could but was unable to get out of a desire not to be there. (laughs) John Gosselin, formerly of John and K Plus 8, was seen out at Rehoboth Beach over the weekend. Gosselin reportedly soaked up some sun while wrestling seagulls for half-eaten garbage. Oh, my God. And finally, Leonardo DiCaprio laughing off tabloid rumors that his girlfriend Camilla Maroney is pregnant with his child. DiCaprio is calling the story fall-down funny, especially since Camilla is only six years old. Oh, <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if you know the answer to this. If uh, Let's see, in the futuristic, futuristic sci-fi Netflix movie, I Am Mother, uh, they cracked an egg and did what? We're going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. All right, bud, they cracked an egg and did what? They cracked an egg and had a baby. You're right. Had a baby. Hang on a second, John. You just got yourself a $50 Rita's gift card. You can get ready for football season with Rita's newest flavor in honor of the Eagles, and it's called Go Birds Italian Ice. Stop by and check it out today. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Get off my phone, you little pinhead. All right. I got a couple of stories to run by. We're going to start with this tool. This is a big deal. Tools revealed that Fear Inoculum, Fear Inoculum, will be the title of the band's long-awaited fifth studio album. Uh, the name of the LP, which is due out on August 30th, was unveiled on Monday in an Instagram post. I really hope they go digital because they are. They are okay. a full track list and first single for the LP has yet to be unveiled. Although the band has been playing two songs reportedly titled "Descending" and "Invincible" during its recent live shows, both tracks are expected to show up on Fear Inoculum. The band revealed in a second post that its entire recorded catalog will be available on digital and streaming services beginning this Friday. Well, that's good news. Awesome. All four previous studio LPs and the band's 1992 debut, uh, debut EP, Opiate, will be available. And uh, Tool is one of the last holdouts in the music business to keep all of its music out of the digital realm. And who, else point, is, uh, who else is lingering? Is uh, there no. anybody else? I know uh, ACDC waited for a while, but they're available. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, well, you, know you can't hold the da- the uh, the ocean back with the borders. They say. Yeah, I don't know I, who says that, but I agree. I, d- I don't um, I don't know if there's any holdouts left, but there might be one or two. So you know, it also gives people the same. I think people. I had a a an incorrect perception about Tool years ago, and I really like a lot of their stuff. Yeah, it's good music. Yep, agreed. A congressman has called out Metallica. After it was revealed that representatives for the band allegedly partnered with concert promoter Live Nation to sell portions of their tickets directly to resellers, denying fans a chance to buy tickets at at first at face value. What? Yeah, that's not cool. You can't do that. If that's the case, the Billboard obtained, uh, last week, I'm sorry, Billboard obtained a recording of an 11-minute phone call from 2017 between Live Nation's U.S. President of Concerts, Bob Rowe, Longtime Metallica associate Tony uh, DiCicchio. You bastard! 
uh, or the Chiochio, I don't know how you say his last name, and independent promoter Vaughn Millette. Mm. During the call, which took place prior to Metallica's massively successful worldwide tour, uh, DeChiccio uh, allegedly asked Rue to set aside tickets for resellers. The parties allegedly made a deal with Metallica and Live Nation, each receiving 40% of resale revenue with the remaining 20% going to those two guys, DeChiccio and uh, Malek. Seppo and Harpo. The deal reportedly set aside 4,400 tickets per show totaling 88,000 tickets. Metallica wow. allegedly partnered with Live Nation again in 2018 to sell tickets directly through resale markets, although representatives for the band told Billboard that the members weren't aware of the deal. Hmm. New Jersey Congressman Bill Pasquale uh, addressed this issue before the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, saying, unbeknownst to fans, apparently Ticketmaster and Live Nation were working with Metallica's management to hold back 88,000 tickets and post them directly to resale sites. Live Nation admitted to the scheme last week, and about a dozen artists between 2016 and 17 could still be doing the same, Same, and this is wrong. He's been pushing for ticketing reform for a dozen years, introducing the better oversight of secondary sales and accountability in Concert Ticketing Act in response to similar allegations against Bruce Springsteen. It's interesting, because we've always asked how things like StubHub, how that all yeah. works. I mean, how, how is that... Well, I know as a, uh, I was a season ticket holder for the Sixers, and StubHub was the official reseller. So, like, if I wanted to sell my tickets and I couldn't sell them to, you know, a friend or whatever, right. I would have to list them on StubHub. And the problem with that was is that in order to make my money back on the tickets, I would have to sell them for more than I bought them for because StubHub takes a, a cut. Yep. Yeah. And they never really, and, and it was never, it was never a, like, a hard line. We take 5% and that's it. Like some tickets they took 10%, some tickets they took 15%. Um, I didn't I didn't care for that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Hailstorm singer guitarist Lizzie Hale told Heavy Magazine in a new interview that her teachers were not super supportive when she and her brother, drummer uh, Ray J. Hale, had uh, launched the band back in 1997 when she was just 13 years old. She said, all of our teachers would have interventions. We started a rock band, and they would try to tell us, hey, that's actually a stupid idea. You shouldn't be putting all of your eggs in one basket, and you shouldn't be obsessed with a band. You should be looking at going to college. She said, I went to high school where you pretty much were told the same thing. If you signed up to do music or drama, you were always told by teachers, hey, it's good that you want to do this class, but it's not a future. Mm, I don't and think it's bad advice. We had quite a bit of defiance at that point because I don't know, all of a sudden, everything else came second. Well, listen, yeah, you got to be real and tell somebody, listen, the the likelihood of having a career, this is pretty slim. But there are other things than, you know, you can still be a musician and not be in a band and make a living. You know, yeah. I mean, yep. you can be a teacher. And, there's always gurning. Uh, and there's gurning if you're good at making odd <laughs> yeah. faces. Contorting your face. Yeah. Have you ever seen somebody play a trumpet and gurning at yes. the same time? Dizzy Gillespie. Hilarious. Yeah, it's not well, just a sex act. <laughs> my oldest is, you know, she is... Shown a real interest in in theater, and, yeah. and I love that, and I want to foster that and, and 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 feed it as much as I possibly can. But at the same time, when you have like you know realistic expectations, and you know understand that it's you know it's tough to have a career. In a, a parent's oh, yeah. job is to let the kid know they're going to fail. No, <laughs> no, but you know, listen, if if you're a musician, yes, uh, and I would suggest to you to go to college, major in music. 
um, major, may, perhaps in, in English, because if you want to, like, write lyrics or whatever, perhaps... They'll probably would, be in English. Yeah, you, no. would, you would want a command of the language, perhaps? Have, have some... Yeah, no, that's all That's all valid advice. Yep. No, you know, but, I mean, it's it's a crapshoot. I mean, yeah, we were talking is. about the kid who won the, uh, the you know, the... Uh, um, Fortnite. Fortnite championship yeah. for three million dollars. No parent in their right minds, you know. Hey, we're thrilled you're playing video games for eight to ten hours a day, but here you go. You know, yeah. you 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 still have to go after the dream, but you have to be logical about it. More than success, I want my children to have happiness in their lives. So, you know, the hell's that about? I don't know. Happiness, mm-hmm. contentment. <laughs> One last story. Former Oasis singer Liam Gallagher has released a surprisingly emotional and reflective new single called Once. And the track is the third that Gallagher has shared from his upcoming second solo album, Why Me, Why Not? Which arrives September 20th. Uh, The song will also be featured in the upcoming feature-length documentary, As It Was, which will be released in the U.S. on September 13th. And chronicles his comeback. So It's pretty wild that he got this emotional and introspective because, have you heard it? Now, he apparently was a fan of the space program. Yeah. Here's his call for fighting xenophobia. Steve. Yep, that's hey. Well, he can do what he wants, man. (laughs) And that's your music news. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap the whole thing up. And we will uh, announce our winners for Tattoosday as well. We'll return in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Shine now. Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. You're coming to the end of our program today. You still have a full day ahead of you, most likely. If you're wrapping up, hey, congrats. If uh, not, you're diving into the fray. It's going to be hot out there. If you're outdoors, just keep that in mind. I'm sure you already know it. Sunshine today, 95 degrees. Humidity levels are high. Uh, But the good part about it is uh, things change tomorrow. Some afternoon thunderstorms. Temperatures coming down a tad bit are high. 90 after that, 88 on Thursday with some isolated showers. And Friday, scattered showers, high 83. And then moving into the weekend, we'll be in the high 80s. So. Yeah, yesterday was hot, and the humidity was up there, but it wasn't oppressive. It yeah. wasn't like it was uh, that first week of our vacation, mm-hmm. which was horrific. Yeah. I uh, yeah, heard heard tell it was nasty. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were in paradise. Uh can't say that. on your nanapuya. I can't. I, I I may have smiled a little bit when I heard about how hot it was here, and I was missing out on it. But yeah, I had a nice cold nanapuya, and it was all good. Where, where speaking of nanapuya, where did nanapuya go? Where did he go? Nanapu no. Yeah, nanapu not. I don't know where he is. Uh, I want to thank uh, the gang from the Burger Bro. Yeah. For being here today, and that would include the restaurants Burger Fi and M2O, and our friend Rob Wasserman, owner of Rouge on Rittenhouse Square, and the founder of the Philadelphia Burger Brawl. There is a special promo code that is good until the second that'll get $15 off of general admission. Uh, The Burger Brawl is not until September 15th. Uh, Just go to burgerbrawl.com, use the the code uh, ringside. And uh, you can take advantage of that. Smart move would be to go get your tickets. Get your tickets now. Yeah. Especially if you're planning on going. There's an Eagles game that very day. 
Night. 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 Right. In Atlanta. At, right. So, uh, you, you know, you can uh, enjoy the whole deal. Yeah, that's sage advice, sir. I would yeah. agree. Hey, uh, Tattoos Day. That's what it oh. is today. And we have some winners to announce. I'm going to do that very thing right now. Uh, let's start with the $350 gift card to Philadelphia Eddie's. Uh, and is uh, basically the standard Preston Steve Tattoo Prize, which is a wonderful prize, by the way. That goes to Mr. Jonathan Dangler. Yay! The Dangler wins. Who is from Browns Mills, New Jersey. So uh, he's going to head to uh, South Philadelphia, to Philadelphia Eddie's. And they are located on 4th Street, by the way. Uh, and get his tattoo done. Now, the person coming in next Tuesday to have a tattoo... Uh, created by James Vaughn from Ink Master Season 1 and 7. That winner is Jacqueline Vaughn. (laughs) Jacqueline or Jacqueline Vaughn, and uh, she is from uh, Pennsburg. So congratulations, you're going to be here. And keep in mind the 10th annual Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash is August 9th through the 11th. At the Wildwoods Convention Center. You can get tattooed by 400 of the world's best tattoo artists. Wow. Visit villainarts.com uh, for more details. So we'll meet um, we'll meet James next week, and uh, we'll meet the recipient, Jacqueline, and uh, see how the tattoo turns out. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, looking forward to saying hello to Pierre Robert, who has arrived here in our studio. Looking forward to saying hey, 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 right back to yous, yous, yous. How you doing? How's yous doing? We's doing goods. <laughs> nice. You're fresh out of the shower. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Squeaky what clean. shampoo do you use? Uh, well, I have a variety. I'm on Purology at Ooh, the moment. Me too. You like Purology? <laughs> yeah, what color is your bottle? Um, the, uh, the brown bottle, it's, uh, what kind, which brand? There's several Purology. Yeah. Sandalwood. There's purple, no. I do the purple. Okay, there's a purple. There's kind of a, a lighter goldish. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the brown. We should shower together. <laughs> we should. Well, I'm surprised you guys don't. As long as we've been together, you would think we would have by now. Does the does the uh, does it make you a champion in the uh, boardroom and the bedroom? It certainly does. <laughs> I, I not only shower with it, I drink it every day. <laughs> it's an incredible. Right elixir. in my coffee, some shampoo, and you're ready to go. Shampoo and creamer. That's all in the one. stuff I use. Have there you, you go. Have you ever used? Uh, is it hoof and mane? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh yeah, I used to use that in high school. You ever use that, Pierre? That isn't that a disease? Hoof and mane. No, no it's, it's hoof and mouth. Oh. Or it's mane and it's something. Along, it's it's for horses. It's for horse yeah. hair. They use it um, to to cleanse uh, the horse's hair. But it dr- completely. It's supposed to make your hair grow faster. Yeah. It just completely dried my hair out. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What is it? It's not hoof and mane because that's too uh, close. Mane and tail. Mane and tail. There you go. They don't. Why would they wash the hooves with shampoo? <laughs> That's just stupid. Come on, From y'all. the uh, people who told, brought you, let me tell you about white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, mane and tail. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife has used that before. Well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I'm sure somewhere in that noggin of yours, you got a letter that we can pry out of you. There's a noggin. All right, let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in Apple. All right, and uh, we have two letters. We're going to need five altogether to get you the prize. Two VIP tickets to PFL6, Professional Fighters League. Thursday, August 8th, 7 p.m. at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlanta City, plus an overnight stay for the night. Don't miss the road to the playoffs. See 12 live fights as light heavyweights and heavyweights 
compete to clinch playoff berths. And tickets are on sale now at pflmma.com slash tickets. And the Ocean Casino Resort box office at Ovation Hall. More details at theoceanac.com. So get yourself ready to win that. Uh, what's up on the show today, man? Well, we're going to have uh, workforce blocks of the killers and of Stone Temple Pilots. And because they're in at the big joint tonight, Iron Maiden, ah, um, yes. as Mr. Iron. Bam Bam says it. Um, and uh, we'll also have tickets for the Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher and AFI in Camden and more Phillies tickets from me, Mr. Sports, uh, all on a double shot Tuesday edition of the program. Enjoy, sir. Thank you. Rock on and sports up. I want to thank our sponsors. The President and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Wilmington University. Experiencing Wilmu uh, difference by visiting Wilmu. Edu. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking Fest as we in and out of Philly International. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Wednesday, so we go live on Fox Good Day. And also, uh, we are going to have Victoria Jeeker and Ali Albini, who are in studio. They appear on Sugar Rush on Netflix. Oh, yeah! No, I've heard about this show. Yes. And I forgot who the... Um, I've forgotten all about it. Yeah, okay, it, it, it's it's all sorts of uh, isn't this one all sorts of wonderful confections and yeah, baked I, goods and candy and all that stuff. It's yeah. amazing. Netflix is doing some really really cool competition type shows. I yes, just watched that's entire, what it is. Okay, yeah, I watched an entire yeah. season of Glass Blowing. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. But but this this one in particular yeah. is uh, you, you're you're you, it makes you wildly hungry. I'll tell yeah. you. That. Yeah. All right. So those guys and uh, that stuff and more tomorrow. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Why does it have to be so f***ing hot? Oh, yeah, it's July. The next message. The unsung heroes of Philadelphia are our trash men. They're out here dying out here doing this job that we take for granted. And uh, who cares if they spill a little bit of our bag grips and they'll pick it all up. It is brutal what they do. Go out there give them a bottle of water, maybe take five bucks for that bottle of water and hand to them and say thank you. Hats off to them guys. Next message. Get the f- out of the f- aisle when you see me working. Get your lazy ass and turn the f- around and go the other f- way. Don't make me move my f- we have to get through. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.